Shut up and sit down. What is going on, Dad? And welcome to episode 49 of the Dad's After Dark Show. Recorded on Tuesday, June 15th, 2021. That's right, folks. We are on the evening of E3. And as always, we're your host, Drew and John. And thank you for joining us for tonight for some Nintendo. And that's right. We are back in action. Back, Johnny, baby. John, Johnny, Jonathan, Jack, whatever they call you. Um, I missed you. You know, it's I, funny. Feels like forever. What What's up with like Jack? Why did Why did John get called Jack? I don't know. You know, it's kind of like Richard. Richard, a great strong name, and then some asshole decides to say, "Let's call this guy Dick." You know, it's like, where do the people like get these names from? You know, I don't know. And what What was like the the nickname Dick? Did that predate a Dick? Or what? Like, did somebody get call somebody Dick because they're a dick? I don't like. I don't know what. Yeah, like there's, right there's a guy named Richard, and that guy was a total dick, and that all the other Richards in the future did the bad rap of being a dick. Right. But they want to be called Dick. But I mean, like, do you? Do, I, it's just a weird thing. Like, you tit. Like, how come no no woman's nickname is tit? Like, hey, hey, Mary, what up, tit? <laughs> you, like, like, it's just so vulgar. Like Boobra, Boobra. But why is that okay in society? I can't call somebody pussy or something. Like, it's dick. Like, what up, penis? Like, I, I just, I don't get it. It's just the same name. Do you want me to call you dick? I mean, do you, I, I don't know what you're going with here. Like, I, I, I just, I feel like it's insult to, to the, the Richards in the world. <laughs> so, well, uh, that's a good way to start. Yeah, yeah, hey, you. Yeah. <laughs> What's been going on? What's new? Well, E3 was awesome. We had four days of it, so uh, I, I'm kind of sad now as we as we've wound down because I, I love these days and the new announcements. It was still a little weird. Uh, still felt like it was very pandemic-y. Um, a lot of companies are behind in their work, and um, it wasn't great until the end, of course. But um, today was weird because um, uh, today is my mom's 80th birthday. Wow! Crazy? Happy, happy birthday! Is it is it birthday. Mary? Is it uh, is it? No, you have a nickname? Uh, it's Jeanette. Jeanette, happy my, birthday! My dad's Jeanette. from Italy, um, and he he calls her Janet. So he's like Janet, like he has a hard time saying his own wife's name. But yeah, it's always been. Whoa, whoa! That you're right. Janet and Jeanette is technically spelled the same. Yeah, they're very similar. I wonder if the name came from something. But yeah, my dad my dad moved here from Italy when he was like. 13 years old and he has a very heavy accent still which is crazy right he's he's been here for 70 years of his life but he still has an italian accent how does that work sometimes you're just born with it and then um and then we had our water heater replaced today so it was That's... weird it was like we were trying to enjoy nintendo's e3 with people in our house replacing a major portion of our house but uh it went well did it you went to a, a nice hot shower uh, no, I, I used the hot water in my bathroom, um, before we recorded and it was like doing the bubbling thing, like, and you're like, is my house going to explode or is this normal? Like that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it should be okay. Last time we had somebody come to clean the water here for the first time, like six months ago. Mm-hmm. And then like, ever since that time, it's, a, it was like a little 
Fritzy, and then we started to see it leak, and so we just had mm. it replaced by. See, here company. you are. You had a good thing going. You tried to do the right thing by get it cleaned, and yeah. they fucked it up. I think they fucked it up. They fucked it up. So now we got a tankless because you said to get a tankless. I did. Thank you. I appreciate that you trusted me. Yeah. Yeah. But well, we Nobody mostly got it you. because we know it'll last longer. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Fish it and you'll leave you a little, little bit of extra Nintendo tax money. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, mm. um, yeah. What about you? So the other day I was taking a dump. <laughs> Good time in there. Um, also, I was taking a dump at work and it finally hit me, you know, after taking dumps in public bathrooms for 34 years of my life, I realized that on two feet on either side of me, there are other grown men who literally <laughs> with turds coming out of their assholes uh-huh. within two feet of me. And it's just kind of was like, ugh, you know, it's like, but what are you going to do? You're going to shit. You're going to shit. I mean, there's nothing you can do about it, but it's. What is this world? Like, that's sick. You know, people getting called dick. You're shitting at the people. It's like, you know, <laughs> I'm coming through a, an epiphany, John. A wall is like a, a bathroom stall wall is worth millions of dollars in terms of the psychological damage that would yeah. happen if it wasn't there. Right. right? Exactly. Imagine if there's just yeah. no wall. Imagine if there was no wall. Here's another thing for you, Drew. Have you ever seen yourself shit? No. I mean, what does that count if you like look in the reflection? Have you seen shit come out of your own ass? Uh, no, I guess I. I... <laughs> so there you go. That's something okay, you've I... been doing every day of your life since you were born. But I've you've seen never shit seen come it. out of my kid's ass. Yeah, that's not so pretty. Mm-hmm. How did you see that even? I mean, usually they're sitting down. You're like looking through like, is it going in? Is it going in there, Evan? Is it? Well, just yeah. sometimes it's like, oh, he's like, I was like, oh, did you go? He's, you know, and, and you know, you go like, did you go? You go to look in the toilet and then you see it plop out. I, <laughs> uh, uh, you never kids the... ever do that? Like when they're little, hey, dad, come wipe me. And they're like, oh, did you finish, bud? And they're like, ah, trick you. That's <laughs> actually never happened. No, no. That's that not happens happening. quite often. Oh, jeez. I mean, urinals are the same way, right? I mean, you, w- w- in which world can you pull your dick out two feet from another guy and get away with it, right? I mean, <laughs> you do that maybe? without the you do that without the wall, you, you get arrested. Yeah, okay. well, sometimes there's not a wall, but yeah, like so the urinal basically yeah. gives you special access. You know, you're a baseball guy. You go to these big baseball events. Sometimes they just have like the there's no walls. There's right, just there's like no a it's like a sink. You just piss in like. The, it's but why is that a baseball thing? I feel like I mean these players make thirty million dollars a year. Like how much are a few walls and a couple bathrooms <laughs> in a stadium? Like oh, my god, I don't see it. Yeah. Uh, on, a, I, on a happier note, I bought a second refrigerator strictly for alcohol. Nice, you're advancing. Game changing. It's it's literally game changing. I told my wife I came home with like two eighteen pats and like a bunch of Trulies, and she's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Trying to fill up the fridge now." But the dangerous part is, is like when I'm doing yard work, I used to have to go into the house. The wife's like, what are you doing? But I'm having some beer. So you have another one? I'm like, yeah. But now it's like I did yard work the other day and had five beers and she never even knew. It was great. Wow. Just, you know, yeah. So. Wow. Are you entering in a world of like alcoholism or you're just. In in a weird way, I feel like I'm drinking more. And I don't know if that's a good thing. Probably not a good thing. 
Not a good yeah. thing. I don't know. I, I, I was inspired by you, and I got yes. the truly. What am I having? I'm having um, I'm having the lime hard seltzer. Here we go. Yes. Yeah, and um, I love seltzer. Yeah. Like I love seltzer, so this is like oh perfect. Mm-hmm. And I love Mike's hard Mike Mike's hard lemonade. I'm not okay. a beer drinker. Yeah. Um, I like like you know the the clearer stuff. Mm. And uh, yeah, I bought a I bought a pack of this, and like my wife looked at me strangely like. Are we just gonna start drinking now? Like it just suddenly starts. And you're like, blame Drew. And I'm like, you know, it'd be good for the podcast, you know, yeah. something or other. So whatever. But I like seltzers. I wouldn't say this tastes like the bubblies I'm used to. And mm. I didn't get the lemonade one that you got. I had a lemon, but I'm yeah, gonna see, try the lemonade next time. It's funny because I am a beer drinker. I like to do craft beer and IPA, all that APA, all that good stuff. Um, and I never. I hate hard Celsius. I hate them. And I, and I have Trulies. I've had all the other brand ones. And I was never a fan, but I had these truly lemonades. It's, it's, mm. it's like the, the black cans. I'm having a mango lemonade right now. And there's something about them. They'll, they're just, they're so smooth. It mm-hmm. lightens up the mood. I want it. Yeah. You got to go for them next, 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 next pack. I'll get them. That's yeah. right. The black ones, the black. I know you said that after, and they had a bunch of different ones. I'm sure they mm. had it. They have like but. strawberry, watermelon, strawberry lemonade, mm. strawberry lemonade, mm, very nice, black cherry, yeah. So pretty good. Yeah, good All stuff. Right. I think we have a lot to talk about tonight, though. Maybe we should. We got going. a lot to talk about. Before we do, let's talk about what we've been playing, Drew. All right, Drew, I'm looking at the list of uh, games we've been mm. playing, and um, I've, I've got a lot of them. Yeah. And you um, you've got one. Well, I don't know what that game is that you put there. Um, I certainly didn't put it there. Owners uh, of Boners, I see. Owners of Boners sounds okay. like a it, if Pornhub had video games. Sounds um, like a game you'd play for like a, a buck ninety nine. No, but... Oh. <laughs> all seriousness you know i'm like i'm like the metaphor king tonight you know like when you're you're gonna have like really good sets coming up in the next week like maybe it's an anniversary or birthday or you know the kids are going out for the night it's like i'm gonna have a good time so you kind of like save yourself to make it nice that's what i'm doing i'm doing that for mario golf i'm, I'm <laughs> concealing myself so i can i can really enjoy it um that's what i'm doing right now um i have been playing a lot of video games been a lot of yard work uh, metopia i'm still fucking grinding on that uh, that's a lie my kids have been playing it and my wife's been playing it and i watch them play sometimes <laughs> but um that's it's it a grind the party the party grind. gets replaced right it's so frustrating non-stop i gotta say i'm probably 50 hours into it i feel that's like insane. It, I, it's uh yeah, it's it, yeah. That was a game that I hate played. Like, I was into it, I liked it, and then it was getting like grindy. And then it's like I start getting like I have this phase where I get obsessed with the game, where I play it for hours and hours and hours in a day, just because I want to finish it. I want it out of my life. Yeah, that's and that was one fair. of. Yeah. And it's it's definitely one of those games. You just, it's like. When you in between levels, you know, you have to do the outings and you have to feed people and you know, it's like, 
you know you're supposed to do it, but you don't want to do it. And mm-hmm. it's, I just need Mario Golf. I just need it, John. That's Friday. But since we're on the Utopia topic, really quick, folks. June 19th, you only have a few more days if you're listening to it this week. This Saturday, midnight time, if it goes into the morning, that's whenever. But Sunday, I'm going to be doing the updates. Um, that's it. So you got to submit your Miitopia store for Monthly Mayhem by this Saturday, June 19th. Uh, take a picture, screenshot of all of your medals. Whoever has the most is going to win. And uh, everyone else that submits will do a random drawing. And I have a feeling not a ton of people are doing this one, folks. So this is one of those, you might sneak out a win or two, just submit your score. A lot of people have played, but not. I, I've hardly seen any like score submissions because I think people are waiting for the end. I agree And with it's that. like, get get your, I've, I've done this before, get a photo <laughs> in now, get in the contest so that you don't forget. Because you can forget and lose everything. Yeah, so and then you played Metopia for 50 hours for absolutely nothing. Exactly. <laughs> you don't want that. Yeah. So, John, you've played... One, two, three, four, five sits. I'm glad that we have two hosts on this show and somebody plays video games. Um, <laughs> six games. Walk me through them. Yeah. Um, I'll try to get through a few of these a little more quickly. Um, I'll start with I played A Plague Tale Innocence. This was on Game Pass. Uh, somebody on Twitter had recommended it. And um, I decided to give it a try because it, it, it had this, it's a very realistic looking game. And it was kind of like I thought maybe a little story-ish or something, so I'll give it a try. And it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, but it was incredible. I really enjoyed this game. Um, it had the it had like um, the music of like The Witcher. It really had a, like a Witcher feel to it, but it was it was less action. It wasn't like a role playing game or anything. You got upgrades as you went, um, but you mostly had a slingshot and you would like slingshot things, um, and then you get a fire slingshot and stuff like that. Um, it was a great story. It wasn't super long. I think it was like 10 to 15 hours. It was a little longer than I thought it was going to be at the end there. Um, but I really loved it. The music was great. The story is great. The pacing's amazing. It's broken up into chapters. You never have to like backtrack. Um, ah, it was just so good. I did a 30 second review on it and gave it a nine and a half out of 10. Um, so that's how good this is. And then lo and behold, during E3, they're announcing this game and I recognize the lady's voice and I was like, that's Plague Tale. And sure enough, there's a sequel coming out next year and it's coming to Switch. So that's going to be very interesting. Um, but I definitely recommend it. If you have Game Pass, definitely play this game. Um, I played Runner 3. Is that an old um, game? It's kind of an old game. Uh, I think it came out a couple of years ago. And um, yeah, some people in my game group were, and I were going to like play it. And never got to it. And I love the runner games. I love the the bit trip runner on the Wii U. Um, I love runner games. I love those twitchy things. And then I had played that um, that um, <laughs> I can't remember the name of the game anymore. The one that came out from that indie developer Detroit, um, Ariel Knight. Ah uh, yes. And uh, never yield. Um, so I, I I had a bad taste in my mouth from that game. So I played Runner Three, and I had forgotten Drew that. Do you know who the narrator of the game is? Runner three. No, it's Charles Martinet. And I had forgotten that. And then it came up and I was like, oh, wow. Yes. Charles Martinet is the narrator of the game. And I got to say, the game was fine. I liked the mechanics. It was definitely more fun than Never Yield. It was fine. It was just 
My only problem with it was <laughs> it just wasn't super fun. I don't know. It was a good game, but like most of the game, I sort of just was playing to finish it. Um, it wasn't a it wasn't a long game, um, and I really didn't have the motivation to like go all completionist on it. Some of the levels, that's what it was. There were some levels that you would, um, there's like the mainline levels. I think it was like 10 levels per world. And there was only a few worlds. So like three worlds. And there was like a boss battle in each one. But the outside of the mainline levels, you would unlock them and you'd go in there and it would say, this is an impossible level. And it said, or is it? And really, they were just very difficult levels. But normally, I would try to, like, do all the levels. I couldn't even finish the first of these levels. And there was, like, 20 of them. So, I mean, sure, they're not impossible or whatever. But what made them really hard was that they were, A, very difficult. And, B, there was no checkpoints. You had to get through the whole level in one run. And I couldn't even get past the first one of these levels. So it just really motivated me not to like do other things like get all the gems in each level and get all the spheres in each level when I knew that I couldn't do these anyway. Um, So basically, once I finished it, I dorked around for 20 minutes and then that was it. Um, So runner three really can't recommend it, but it was fun. It was it was challenging. It was fun. A lot of variety in the levels, that sort of thing. Could have been better, though. Um, New Pokemon Snap, Drew. Do we need to yeah. talk about this one? I mean, you might want to talk about it. <laughs> I um, I was kind of running out of Switch games to play. I had a little list I had put together a few weeks back, and I had new Pokemon Snap on this list, and I was like, I'll just try it. I just wanted to try it. Mm-hmm. I really didn't love the game. Um, it kept asking me to like find this or that. You have to find the glowy things, you know? Mm-hmm. And, oh, I know. Um, I know. I got stuck on one. I could not find this glowy flower in this one level. As it turned out, you get the ability to shoot those 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 glowy orbs. And I didn't know about that. So literally, you had to go. You had to go find a plant and then throw the glowing orb at it and then get a picture of the glowing plant. I didn't know that. Um, So after going through the level six times, I figured it out. Um, and then I guess a, a few days ago, I just decided that I, I hadn't played in a while and I was just going to crank at it. And I just played hours and hours of it. And then the next day I played like five hours of it and I finally finished it out. It was fine. God bless you. It was not. It was boring. It was fun. You get to a new level and all the Pokemon are new and that's fun. And you take a bunch of pictures. I, I one big complaint I had about it was that you can only keep one picture of every Pokemon that you find. So you take a picture of, let's say, any Pokemon, like say Pikachu. Mm-hmm. And then Pikachu does something where like maybe he eats an apple and you take another picture of him and you're like, OK, that could be like a two star picture. Then like Pikachu jumps in the water and you're like, ooh, that could be like a three star picture. Yep. But then at the end, you only get to pick one. That's and lame. So you have to get the basically you have to get the same picture again on another run. And it's also a little tricky to keep track of which one you got or which one you got credit for. Um, and so you might go and say, well, I'm not going to get a picture that I already got that. But you didn't. You don't have any credit for it. You need to do it again. Um, so that became a little like overbearing. Um, but yeah, but then by the end, I was just like, you know, do a level, do pretty well, uh, do the level one more time, level it up. 
and then do the level one more time, and then you'll trigger advancement of the story. Mm-hmm. And then you just keep doing that, and then you have to find the illuminated Pokemon, which is like the boss levels. I don't know how many of those you did. And, I think I only um, did one. What's the first? The first one is that um, the big green dinosaur guy. Correct. That's, I yep. don't know their names. I, yep, um, you're asking the wrong guy. There's eventually I won't give them away, I guess. But um, yeah, and it, it's it's fine. The last level has like is kind of a challenge. And then, you know, I'd say I, you know, it was fine. It was good. Um, it was very smooth. Graphics are great. Um, everything yeah, it like was that. polished. It was a very polished, polished game. I'm not yeah. beating that. I just yeah. it was taking pictures. If you're a completionist, get doing all the photo challenges is a lot. There's a lot you can do there. Getting all the star Pokemon pictures, there's a lot you can do there. So there's a lot you can do. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not really interested in going completionist on it. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I see where people do like the game. It was very chill, too. I would just sit there while we were watching a show and just take pictures. You don't have to super concentrate. That's it's fair. Um, and then I did start Sekiro Shadows Die twice. Um, I've, <laughs> I've waited literal years to play this game. Um, I finally had bought it on PS4 and Black Friday, but then I gave my PS4 away. <laughs> and then I've been waiting six, seven, eight months for it to go on sale on... Uh, I didn't even realize it was on Xbox. And then I've been waiting for it to go on sale, and it finally went on sale. Drew, I saved $30 waiting for eight months. And so I'm finally playing this game. This is uh, part of the how, Souls games. How do you like so, it? I like it. Um, it is hard. I knew it was really hard. Like Dead Souls? Yeah, this is the Dark Souls people. Dark Souls, not Dead Souls, sorry. Yeah, and I have played I have played three of the Dark Souls games. So this is my fourth one. I played Demon Souls, Dark Souls, and Bloodborne. Um, this one is different. It's... The other games tend to be mysterious. You pick up items, you don't know what they do, you gotta figure it out, a lot of discovery. This game has been very, like, not hand-holdy at all. But they explain to you how it works. Um, And you are a like shinobi ninja. And it's all about staggering your opponents and then stabbing them to death, usually through the neck. Um, So you can parry, stab, you can stealth. I love the stealth elements of the game. Um, That's Mm -hmm. fun. You can stealth through the plans, stab people from the back. I'm really enjoying it, but it's really hard. It's one of those games you'll die a lot. You get frustrated. A lot of people will stop playing. You just got to keep going. Um, the progression of your character, I'm not feeling that yet. They make you do a lot before you can, like, up your strength level. For the most part, you don't really level up at all, um, for quite a while. Um, but that's fine. Um, the enemies are not, like, overbearing or anything. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm really enjoying it. I just started it, uh, yesterday. Um, so, um, I'm really gonna enjoy that one. And then I did start Game Builder Garage. Um, Ooh. that game is gonna be stellar. Um, I've gone really? through some of the uh, the game tutorials. They have these things called checkpoints, which are like quizzes. So okay. they'll give you a little program, and then something's wrong. Like, you can't get the apple. How can you get the apple? And then parts of that program you can modify. Not anything, but, like, parts of it. And you got to find out what you can modify, and then you change it, and you, you get it to work. And so those are fun. And How do then they... How do they do from a point of view of going in there, like absolutely cold, maybe not understanding programming? Like, is it? They do, do you need a great job. It? They do. Okay. Yeah. They do a great like, job. Like, they, they walk you through like it's funny because I'm a programmer, so like 
I kind of know what they're going to say before they say it. Um, so I, I can't give you a perspective of like a non-programmer, right? But what about like but, kids even? Yeah, I I don't know. I honestly don't know. I mean, my son is playing it. Um, mm-hmm. He seemed to be enjoying it. Um, yeah, they, they basically start you off very easy. They're like, here, you connect the left and right stick to the movement. And, you know, they really hammer that home, hammer it home, hammer it home. And then they put you on this path where you do these tutorials. They call them, I forget what they call them, but they, they make it really fun. And um, when you finish the first example game, that's when they unlock the free form. That's when you can go and program whatever you want. But you do have to go through the first tutorial um, before you can do that. Okay. Um, I've gotten through the first two game tutorials and the checkpoints and all that because I do find them fun. And like the second game tutorial will show you how to make a game that's like top down. You know, and the third one is going to teach you, I think it does like a spaceship game or something. So there's like just different techniques. But um, eventually, is it open sandbox where like yeah. the, the sky's the limit? Yeah, they basically, like I said, they, they unlock the free form after you do the first tutorial and everything's available. There's nothing there's nothing you have to unlock. Everything's available. And you can learn a lot just by going in there and playing with things. Um, but it does pay to go through the tutorials now and then to have information fed to you. Um, I am I'm working on a um, like doing a breakout, you know, like, you know, the game breakout. I'm trying to do like a little oh, yeah, breakout yeah, yeah. clone. I'm trying to do like a simple game. I'm not trying to be creative. I'm just like, let me see if I can make this game so I don't have to think about what you know, what's fun, what's not fun. I just want to say just imitate this simple Atari game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm working on that. And, yeah, there is a lot of like, uh, how would you do this? I don't really know. Let me experiment and look around. And that's why I said you should do tutorials because you'll learn a lot. But it's really cool. Like all these little like uh, nodons. They're so cool. There's so many of them. There's input nodons. So like they'll they'll read your controller, your buttons. They read the accelerometer in the switch. So you can do games where you mm. you move your switch. They have one for the um, the IR camera, which I can't wait to make something with. Um, so you have an IR camera node on. So they have all the input node-ons and then the output node-ons, which are like graphics, sound effects, um, just all sorts of things. The game screen, walls, objects, mm-hmm. everything. There is node-ons that will shoot balls out. Um, they have node-ons that show you like text. Um, so you can you can have like titles, ones that shoot like streamers. Like that's all the output. And then they have sure. the middle stuff. They have calculation node-ons. They have... Just there's tons of them. I don't even know what the um, fuck a nodon is. It's basically just like it's like it's like a widget. You program yeah. by wiring from one nodon to the other nodon. That's that's really all it is. It's like a visual programming. But they're predefined nodons or widgets already that yeah. the, that the developers developed for you. Exactly. And okay. hopefully there's I. If I would love to see DLC packs with like new nodons. I mean, that would be perfect. And I'll tell you what, as a programmer, these are the most fun things to make where you're making a development environment because it's like as an object oriented developer, you think in terms of nodons, but it's mm-hmm. fun to make nodons that are literally there for programming. Uh, I, I guarantee the developers okay. had a ton of fun, but it's like really creative. And like when you start off, it can be tough because you don't know. Like right now, I don't know how to make the ball bounce. And I've been thinking about how am I going to like when I finish tonight, I'm going to go upstairs and work on it. But you know what? The more little games you make, you start learning those techniques and then you can make more complicated things. We've already seen people make a, like a Doom style game. You it's know, crazy. 
I thought it was some, but yeah, but it's still it's creative. So you can do your own art, you can do your own everything. So it's it's just I'd love to see them expand it. The one thing I want to see is I don't want to see them just stop. I want to see them keep expanding it. I want to see I'll pay for DLC packs probably, um, but just give me yeah. stuff. You know what a cool DLC pack would be like Nintendo graphics. You know, give me Link, give me Mario. Maybe they won't do it because they don't want you to do anything Ooh. pornographic with it. But oh, like, I would, I would pay for like more packs so I can do more things. Give me more Nodons. Um, you know, so it's great. And then the last game I played was uh, Leisure Shoe Larry: Wet Dreams Never Dry. <laughs> um, I had been asked by the dads to do the the sequel of this game, so I got I got that game on my Switch. Nice. Um, and I just decided I wanted to play before I did a full playthrough of that game. I wanted to play the first one because I hadn't had a chance and it was on 80 percent off. So I bought it um, and I had when it was coming. I, I love these Sierra games. I played these as a kid. I played Legion mm. Larry one, two and three when I was a kid. I love them, but I had heard it wasn't so great. So I never really played it. I was expecting not to enjoy it. I just wanted to play it. I'm telling you what, I had a great time. It was fun. The controls were absolute shit. Well, I mean, um, I can't imagine a point and click on the Switch is going to be easy. Well, Thimbleweed Park is very good, and there's some other point and clicks. Uh, okay, the controls yes, on this one were a pain in the ass. I fought them the entire time. Um, but I, what I do know is, because I had started playing the second one, is they fixed it. They made it so that you can use like the ZL and ZR buttons to sort of alternate between items on the screen. So you didn't have to move your pointer back and forth uh, across the screen. Yeah, um, but it sucked because in this game they didn't have that yet. They had fixed it, but so um, I did fight the controls a lot. Um, but it was hilarious. You have to like try to get all these girls to sleep with you to get your um, to get your timber. What do they call it? Uh, your it's like a it was like a timber app. Yeah. And you had to try to get your score up and sleep with all these girls. Uh, there was like one girl, she works in what is like prune. So it's supposed to be like an Apple store. And she's like super nerdy. And she actually thinks that you're cosplaying Leisure Suit Larry. Like she thinks you are just dressed uh, up like the 80s character. Gotcha. Like you literally are. Apparently you fell asleep for like 20, 30 years. And you are just you for some reason. And um, she finds you like she's like she's totally hot on you because she thinks you're just a super nerd. Yeah. And um, oh, she's super. And then she goes over to your your um, little like apartment or your little room where you're staying. And she's like, I need a I want to I want to role play. I want a unicorn head and a unicorn tail and all that stuff. And then, oh you know, you need to dress up and uh, and all that stuff. And she's just like her like ass is out and like she's smacking it. And it's all like, you know, and you're just like, yeah, I just want to sleep with this girl, you know. And it's like, I know where the unicorn head is, but I don't know where the tail is. And I'm just like dying, trying to figure out where this tail is. And then I finally find the tail. So I bring it to her. I bring her the head and tail. And she's like, well, how am I supposed to put the tail on? And I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I had such a hard time in this game that I had literally gone everywhere and exhausted everything. Yeah. And she's saying, like, how do I put this tail on? I was like, I don't know. And then it turns out I have this chess piece. And you're supposed to attach it to the chess piece. And then she puts the tail in her ass like a butt plug. And I was like, ah. well played. <laughs> well played. 
And long story short, it does the night doesn't go as well as you would have hoped. But that's Leisure Suit Larry, right? Even when he sees the girls, he gets the girls naked or whatever. Um, it always goes horribly wrong for him every single time. So, um, but I really enjoyed it. I I had a good time with it. Um, it was a little bit buggy. And then after I beat the game, like I can't even go back into my save file. When I hit continue, it just black screens. Um, so huh. I don't know. I didn't do everything in the game. I I don't think you can really go back. Um, but I had a good time. So um, yeah, if you try it or anybody else tries it. The controls are going to suck. You got to get used to them. You never really get fully used to them. They're really bad controls. Um, but the game is actually really funny. It's hilarious. Um, so um, I'm looking forward to playing the second one at some point. So nice. that is what I have played. Oh, good for you. And you played Owners of Boners. I, 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 I'd give it a go if it was a real game. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you say we talk about E3? Let's do it. All right, Drew, we have delayed our show for two days so we can talk about E3. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. What let's do you want to talk. do first? Want to talk about know. Nintendo? I mean, yeah, let's do Nintendo. Why not? Okay. That's latest and greatest. That's why we're here, right? People are here for us. Uh, e- that E3 presentation, what did you think of it? Just before we get into details, 10 being the best, mm-hmm. 1 being awful, what did you think about the Nintendo presentation today? Um, I think aside from whether there was games that you wanted or didn't want, right? I think you have to think about new releases that we didn't know about. Mm. I think you have to think about the presentation itself, the, the production value. And I think that the pacing was very good, right? So whether putting aside whether the games were for me or whether they weren't for me, I think it was a good like nine. You know, I think there was there was many games that we didn't know about, right? We saw our Breath of the Wild that everybody wanted to see that we'll get to in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the pacing was fair. Now, I think, and we'll, you know, Smash is first on our list, but you know, well, I think there was there was a couple spots like, all right, move on to the next thing. Um, yeah. But before we get into that, what about you overall? Um, I'm I'm giving it a ten. Um, yeah. And we'll find out why. But I'm giving it a 10. I won't say it was perfect. It could have been better. It's just like Breath of the Wild. The game's a 10. It doesn't mean it didn't have flaws, but it's yeah. a 10. Um, I felt like um, I felt like they could have shown a little bit more of Breath of the Wild, too. Um, I Did felt like nervous. They, they could have handled, you know, a couple things a little better and we'll get through them. But I thought it was 10. I mean, like games wise, I've never seen an E3 with so many games that I want to play so fucking badly Mm. and i'm not usually like that i'm not one of those guys that's like i need this sequel i have to play it right now and then it comes out (laughs) and i play it but like there were a lot of games i didn't even know like you know what i mean like i didn't even know that i wanted to play so badly yeah and and before we even get to the games i found it very interesting i feel like nintendo has more up their sleeves for many reasons but there wasn't one game that's coming out in august Mm-hmm. I thought that was a little odd. So either it's going to be a third-party game, but something big, there's there's nothing for August. There is no more Heroes 3 in August. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's... It's a Nintendo-published game. It's not a Nintendo first-party game, and it's definitely not a game for everybody. 
Um, so I definitely feel like August has room for something else. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not sure how many people are interested in No More Heroes. I actually love the first game. Um, but I don't know. I just don't have any passion for that series anymore. But anyway. Yeah, let's talk. Let's get to it. This is not in any particular order. Um, it's a little prioritized and it's a little sequential. So just bear with me. Um, we'll start off with the initial announcement, which felt like it went a little long. Too long. Uh, Kazuya in Smash. So he's a Tekken character. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that, but I could just tell by the look of him that he was. Same. I didn't know who this guy was at first. And then once he started transforming into like a, uh, I don't even know, looked like um, Shinobod. Sure. Or, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, yeah, they didn't need to get into like the character move thing and then say, oh, by the way, we're going to show this again with more information. Like just they could have skipped that. You know what I mean? I was, like, a, I was a little surprised. Yeah, once they said they were going to show it later, they they still showed something. Yeah. Um, I thought the the trailer was hilarious though, as he's yeah, it was. Now funny. here's the interesting thing: he's dumping and the the first one he's dumping Ganondorf off a cliff. That was obviously a little. Yeah, they wanted you to think something else was happening. They wanted they, you to they, think it was Breath of the Wild too. But the funny part was is that once you realize that it wasn't. You knew that you were definitely going to get Breath of the Wild 2 information because they weren't going to tease you Mm. and then not show it. Right. When they tease you about things, they always think about the other Smash trailers where they tease a character and then they bring that character in anyway. So you knew it was going to come, but it was hilarious. Yeah. uh, And and foreshadow a little bit. We saw it with Metroid, which we'll get to. Right. mm -hmm. With the, the, the announcement. And then. Oh, but by the way. And when I thought it was funny when he went to dump Kirby, like my whole family, we were all watching. Yeah, you knew. And he's holding Kirby. And, and my, my wife's like, no, no. <laughs> but you're like, but Kirby away. flies. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> um, so, I mean, overall, yeah. I mean, I'm not in love with the um, that character. Nobody guessed it. I didn't hear one person say Kazuya. Um, I no, didn't even know who no. it was. Nope. But, um, you know. But it was cool. It felt like it ran a little long, but they made up for it real quickly. They went through things pretty quick. I kept looking down at the timer. I'm like, oh, wow, this we're only 12 minutes in. We're only, you know, 17 minutes in. So it was like it was good. The pacing was was perfect, I yeah. thought. Yeah. Yeah. Picked up uh, second game on this list. Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Ooh. Hope. Part of yeah. why this is the 10. Yeah. I mean, I think I think in a way everyone had an expectation that this was coming you know, based on how popular the first game was. Um, I mean, we still don't know a ton about it in a weird way. I mean, it's still far away, right? It, it's it's going to be eight, nine, ten months away. Who knows? Uh, maybe more. Mm-hmm. I, I'm confused, though, on the gameplay, because we still don't really have the exact gameplay. I was, for some reason, under the impression this is a very different gameplay style than the first grid, grid-based first game. Were you under that impression, or do you think it's the same style? It took me a few playthroughs before I learned that there's no grid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very freeform. So it's almost ba- like, worms. like it's... Think about worms, right? You have a certain amount of time to make a move, yeah, and you can shoot anywhere, and you like can time things. Damage. Yeah. Right, but it's not about grid, 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 grid. So um, I think we have a lot to learn about it. But my God, I they oh. this was actually presented in the um, in the Ubisoft um, yep. presentation, and um, my God, I, it was is 
wonderful. It got leaked a little bit before, yeah, I think the did. morning of. Um, but we didn't see any video or anything like that. We didn't know much about it. And um, my, this is definitely a, hu- a huge game for well, 2022. The cinematic trailer, though, mm-hmm. was a little much in a way. I mean, obviously, it's cited the first time you watch it. But it was very, like, yeah, it was just a minute and a half of just nothing was happening. Them on the spaceship and then, like, you know, them getting off the spaceship then the bad guy. Like, it wasn't much happening. Yeah. I thought it, the it other trailer to... was a lot better. It didn't have the humor of the first game. Um, yeah. Uh, I loved Rabid Rosalina. Um, yeah. But yeah, it didn't. It doesn't have the same humor. There's some question about where Rabid Yoshi is. I think he might be out of this game. Um, Which is okay. I mean, that. I mean, that. That's fine to try to bring in new characters and and whatnot. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Here's my thing. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make a prediction on this one. I think we might see a Rabid Samus. I mean, yeah. this is this is planetary. Obviously, they're going with a Mario Galaxy type theme, but this is planetary. And okay. how cool would a little rabid Samus be? That'd be pretty sweet. I mean, if there was like a, a whole level of world, right, where they had to go save her mm-hmm. of some sort and then you get her. Right. Yeah. yeah. Especially uh, with Metroid being announced. I mean, rabid Samus, man. I mean, <laughs> that would be amazing. I would uh, love to even see like a like a Bowser or something too that's playable or something. Yeah, I mean anything like that. I'm 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 down for new characters and changing things up. This is an early game of the year candidate already for 2022. I I love this series. I'm so happy we're gonna get a second one. Mm. Speaking of Metroid Dread, I think this was the big winner of 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 the Nintendo presentation. Um, it's something that had been rumored. People have been talking about it just out of an obviousness. We had Samus Returns back in 2017 on 3DS. Um, but this particular game was not leaked. Nobody mentioned it specifically. And how freaking amazing does it look, Drew? Well, um, I mean, we all know, or maybe you don't know, I'm not a Metroid guy, right? I, I don't, I, I actually have never played any of the Metroids. I mean, I've dabbled in the first few, but I'm not, I no. Um, but I will say this game looks fantastic um, mm-hmm. as, as a non Metroid fan. And it's not that I hate it. It's just not really my cup of tea. Um, it looks fantastic. I mean, will I play it? Uh, probably, probably not, but I'm excited for all the Metroid fans and I think it looks great. I have no problem <laughs> with them wasting development time on this. This is a, a no good problem franchise wasting development time. Yeah. It's a good, you want to uh, rephrase that? No, I don't. Okay. It's um, it's a good franchise to have and it's, it, it's a good game. I, I agree with you. I am not a huge Metroid fan. I love the lore of it. Mm-hmm. I played the original, but I didn't. I don't love Super Metroid or anything like that. I will say though, the Game Boy Advance games, um, Metroid Metroid uh, Zero Mission and Metroid Fusion, are both amazing. Um, they're not long. They're just the graphics are beautiful. Metroid Zero Mission is a like sort of a remake of the first game, mm-hmm. and it adds a map. Um, which is essential, and it adds up the whole area with zero suit Samus. It's so good, um, it'll make you love the Metroid franchise. And oh, yeah. this this game here, Metroid Dread, is the continuation off of Metroid Fusion, which was Metroid 4. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of that, I'm excited. And it might actually encourage me to go replay the Metroid games on Game Boy Advance before this comes out. Maybe. We'll see. Um hmm. I'm definitely gonna play this one. Oh, and then they played this in the treehouse afterwards. Yeah, but just, just a little bit. All the, 
all the mechanics of it, missile aiming, stuff like that. Uh, it just it's, looks incredible. A nice mix of 3D in it, too. It is. It is. And, yeah, they did great with the texture and in the background. And But it's funny. When I see games like this, like, ah, it's not really on my radar. But the first thing I always do is, like, all right, well, what's the release date? And what's coming out around that release date, right? If there was nothing before, after, let's say, 30 days in each direction, then I start thinking about it. Okay, could I want to? Do I want to get into this? Um, and and we're probably not going to talk about this tonight. So I'm going to bring it up now. Is this like opens up the door for Skyward Sword for me, which I was on the fence on because mm-hmm. I, I played it. It's an okay Zelda game. It's fine. But now that I'm looking at all the games, you know, for end of July into August, like there's there's not really anything that I I know of that I want right now. So it's like, well, I probably will end up playing it. You know, so it, I mean, it's it's strict. There's a lot of September, October games, and really into November. Um, so it's trying to be it's be a busy fall. It's gonna be a very busy fall. I'm with you. I'm actually on the Skyward train because there is a window. Yep, there is. Um, they we'll do that on purpose. That. They know what they're doing. Maybe, yeah. Um, well, this is a little announcement. No big deal. You can probably skip through this, but yeah, uh, yep, I agree Life is Strange Remastered Collection and True Colors is coming to Switch. Um, next on the no, life so, is strange on mm, Switch. So we were talking pre-show about this, right, John? So just for me and the listeners to understand, Life is Strange Remastered Collection really includes Life is Strange One and then the, the prequel, which is a tied-in story yes. in a way. Yes. Which it does not include Life is Strange Two, which is its own independent story. Correct. And then True Colors is a new game that's getting a day-and-day release date with every other system, which is September 10th? Yes. Okay. That's so incredible. I just want to make sure Just want to make sure I understood my Life is Strange lore. Um, <laughs> how long yeah. does it take to play like Life is Strange 1? Um, Life is Strange 1 is broken up into five episodes. They actually released them a couple months apart when it originally okay. came out. Interesting. Yep. Um, each one is... Roughly between two to three hours. It depends on how how many items you're looking at. You go into a room, you could be someone that inspects every little thing in the room, or you can say, I think I need to go to the printer, and you just go to the printer and you get your shit done. And so you can get through the episode more quickly. Um, depends on how you want to play. But they're about two to three hours each, um, five episodes. So it's not all, it's 10 to 15 hours so total. The um, ultimate question, John. You yeah. know me, you know my style of shitty games. You won't like it. I won't like it. Don't you're not you're not going to force it on me. I think this is definitely a game. You don't say to everybody you should play this game like it would be ignorant to say it. Um, if you get emotional with games, like if you've ever cried to a video game before or if you get if you find you're someone who gets really um, connected to characters in a video game, like emotionally connected to them. Mm-hmm. This is a game you need to play. Because okay. you will be connected to these characters for the rest of your life. That's how, like, this game is, like, incredible when it comes mm-hmm. to that. But if you don't, if you don't cry to a video game or you don't get that emotional connection, don't bother. You'll be bored to death. And, um, and you know what a game everybody should play is? Mm, ages. ages of Mages. No, but all seriousness. Remastered Collection, right? I yeah. think you you were telling me earlier this week before this announcement that what they did was they went back and they did motion capture on a lot of these scenes with real actors? Yeah, so that's the thing. So I was, uh, the Square Enix presentation showed the remastered collection. I couldn't wait for it. Mm -hmm. And honestly, they didn't mocap 
all the performances. In fact, they were able to do the little slider thing to show you the old graphics and the new graphics. And you wouldn't be able to do that if it was a completely like mocap performance. I think they mocapped some of the performances, like individual ones. There's a there's a famous scene where Chloe's dancing on a bed, for example. I think they remocapped some of it. I don't think they mocapped all of it. Um, they did. They did improve the graphics a lot. Um, it might not seem like it. If you've never played the game, it might not seem like the graphics are that much more improved. But when you're staring at the same thing for 15 hours, yes. And the uh, the other interesting thing is there is a character in Life is Strange named Principal Wells. And for whatever reason, Don't Nod just really fucked up his character model. He just looks weird. And um, when he appeared in the prequel, and the prequel was made by a different company, he was, like, fixed. So I look forward to having a fixed Principal Wells in the remastered collection. He just looks really bad in the game for some reason. Um but yeah, every every one of the Life is Strange games are completely different story, completely different universe, except for the prequel. And the prequel is part of the remastered collection with the first one. They've so, never redone the second one. Um, that one came out in 2018, though. It's only a few years old. Sure. Um, and True Colors looks leaps so, and bounds better than the other games. If you were to recommend um, this game, do you start with the prequel? Do you start with one? True oh, Colors? start with you, one you do not play the prequel you play the you play the first one and then you play the prequel and then there was a dlc episode that came with the prequel so the prequel is only three episodes okay there is a dlc episode called farewell in the prequel and it is the saddest i've ever been playing a video game it was so that's like the fourth episode it, it's basically the fourth but it's it's only like an hour long it's really short it is the most gut-wrenching just like it, it'll mess you up so like i would say play the first game five episodes play the prequel play farewell um you'll have a good time um i'm super excited that's coming to switch i'm probably not gonna play it on the switch I already pre-ordered this whole package because it all comes together um, for like 80 bucks on the Xbox. And it's going to look a lot better on the Xbox. I didn't know this was coming to the Switch. I already pre-ordered it. Um, cancel it, but, No, but I'm going to buy it for the Switch, no doubt. And my wife is going to play Life is Strange Remastered. She still hasn't played the first game. Um, she mm -hmm. played the second one with me. Um, so she's going to play Life is Strange Remastered on the Switch. And then I'll buy True Colors. I'm going to buy everything. I mean, like, there's nothing I'm not going to buy. I have I have little Max and Chloe teddy bears coming to me in the mail. So um, there's I can't nothing I don't comment buy. on that. I have little plushies of everything myself. Yeah, so. I've got the little two. They're always behind me. These are the two guys from. Um, I'll show you on the camera. These two guys are from Life is Strange Two. Okay, I think I remember I, that one a little bit. You tell me about that one. Yep. Behind me, Life is Strange Two is great. It just I don't think it's sold as well, so it doesn't get the same love as the others, but. Um, yeah, no, I'm super excited. I recognized it right away. Um, and I was just like, I was like this, like, here's a reenactment of my reaction. I was like this. Ah! Like, I was trying not to <laughs> scream because there was like water heater people in my house. And my kids okay. are like, Daddy, don't scream, don't scream. And I'm like, ah! I was like so excited. And they, they showed this like animated cartoon of Max and Chloe with Alex from the new game. Mm hmm. And it was like, what is this? Is this like a whole new game? Like, what is this? But it was just, uh, it was just yeah, part yeah. of the, the hype. But man, it was like, wow, 
um, a lot of the a lot of the uh, fandom is like, can we get a game in this art style though? Yeah, of um, course. So, anyways, so not that anything else mattered for the rest of the E3, mm-hmm. but it still was amazing. This came out of nowhere. Advance Wars One and Two yeah. reboot Crazy. camp. Crazy. Are you kidding me? Amazing, John. Amazing. Have you, you, know, you played... Tell me. No, about I, I, you, oh, I have. Remember, you got me hooked on Wardroove. Uh, Drew, this is mm. a game you might like. Give it a go. We'll do a Wardroove leave if you like it. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, sure. And obviously, make a long story short, you know it. I fell in love with Wardroove, right? We, yep. we beat the campaigns together. We we played a lead together. It was it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then you were the one that said it's very similar to Advanced Wars, back to the Game Boy days. Um, except Advanced Wars is a little bit different, a little bit simpler, a little bit easier, maybe to understand. Um, yeah, and now it's here. Now it's here. Not just Advanced Wars, but a bundle of, of Advanced Wars. And it's rebooted. It looks fantastic. When it looks nice. I was watching some of the Treehouse coverage of it, and I was like expecting maybe it won't be as good. It looks amazing. Yeah. And um, Advanced Wars 2 is a way better game. Advanced Wars 1 is great. But mm-hmm. Advance Wars 2 is an amazing game. I was so happy they included that one. I thought it was I thought it was just the first game until the very end. Yep. Um I I'm gonna buy this game day one and I'm just gonna sit there and play it for hours and hours and hours. Because that's what it is. It's so addictive. You play a battle, you play a battle. And the the thing I'll always say, I will always argue this, is that I love Fire Emblem. It's one of my favorite series. Mm-hmm. Um one of the problems of playing Fire Emblem is that if one of your characters is killed, they're permanently dead. Yep. Um, and you're encouraged to let it go. If they die, continue on. It's part of your unique story that's being written. And I mm-hmm. understand that. But most people, when they play Fire Emblem, don't put up with that. If your character is killed, you're like, no, 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 no. We're going to restart this level. And some of the games, it's very tricky to restart the level. You have to do a certain thing and restart the game. Otherwise, it'll start up at the turn. It's just ridiculous. Now they sort of settled on... You can do like eight undos of a move in a in a in a level. So now you don't feel so guilty about it. So that's mm-hmm. how I do it. Like if I have to if I run out of undos and I lose a character, then I will move forward with my life. But sometimes you just make a silly mistake or you don't see a character and it, it sucks to mm-hmm. lose a character. The thing I love about Advance Wars is you don't have to worry about that. If you're um, what do they call him? Your CO, your commanding officer gets killed, then you have to redo the whole level again. Correct. Okay, Damn yeah. But if you lose any of your units, it doesn't matter. They're disposable. Yeah. So it does make it a little stress for you. Can, you can do some adventurous things. You can take chances and have more fun with the game in many ways. Whereas yep. in Fire Emblem, you're just constantly defensive and holding back your most sensitive guys. And it which, becomes which, a little weird. Which is, which is terrible because those are usually your most powerful, fun, and unique characters to play with. Yeah, and you don't get to stretch them out because you're afraid Correct. they're going to die. So and that's why sh- the unwind is really helpful there. So in short, since I can, can't compare it to anything besides Wargroove, I mean, right. is is that a good comparison? Um, I found that Wargroove's, Wargroove levels went on very long. That was one of my biggest complaints about Wargroove. Big I maps felt like and big objectives. Big maps. Yeah, and you did have so to move here, sort of slowly. So- because even though, even though losing a character doesn't mean they're permadead or anything, losing a character can really hamper your ability to make progress. Um, Advanced Wars levels are much faster. Um, they're just more fluid. They're more fun. Um, I like Advanced Wars better than Wargroove. I love Wargroove. Um, but uh, Advanced Wars is just 
you'll have a blast with it, and you'll find that it's just more fun. Do we think there'll be any online play? I don't know if they said or anything, but do you think they will do that? I honestly don't like playing one-on-one. I get really stressed out with these games. I feel like they're designed to play a computer. Um, So I don't really know, and I can't say I care. Um, But, yeah, if they do it, maybe we'll do a league. But I don't know. I just... mm, I don't know. I'm I'm going to be happy to sit in a chair and play through both of these games in a row in a few days. I'm oh, so that so quick? Excited. Um, yeah, they're not long. Not that I remember. Um, but you can just get sucked in and just keep playing and playing and playing. Um, I'm and you have all these different commanding officers that have these own skills, so that's where yeah. work gets it. You're going to love it. You, you can't wait. It. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait. Oh. December. That's December third, folks. If you oh. are keeping track. Just. Oh, amazing. That's a perfect thing, too, for the holidays when you're sitting around a lot. It's like you're going to be mm. done before the holidays hit, though. That's the only I problem. Maybe you're going to be done before your vacation. Well, um, if there's nothing else out. I'll wait. See what I'm playing. I'm just, not going to wait. Oh, oh, man. Just absorb it. Next one. WarioWare. Get it together. We got a WarioWare game. It was like Ooh. everything that we all wanted. Yes. We were all getting here. It was crazy. What did you think of this one? It looks fantastic. I, I'm excited. I absolutely love the co-op mode uh, mm-hmm. because my wife and I have great memories of playing this game all the way back to the beginning. And um, now I'm excited that we could kind of play through it together. And it was funny. The first time to my wife, she's like, oh, do you think the kids could play that? You know, four and seven. And I'm like, I think I think yeah. our seven-year-old would definitely pick it up. I said the four-year-old might be hard because it's, it's very reactive time. But yeah, I think it's uh, it's great. Before um, before we recorded it, I I, I sat down with the kids and I showed them trailers for a lot of the games I knew they'd like, a lot of the characters I know, and they, yeah, they started laughing out loud too. Just to this one, there's just, um, it, who doesn't love WarioWare? And I love that how now it looks like you can play with a lot of the WarioWare characters, which try to change up the play style a little bit, right? So they were showing, yes. they were showing one level we had to knock apples out of the tree, but depending on which character you have, there's there's five different ways to knock them out of the tree, which I thought was yes. really cool. Yeah, and Are then you? when you play, you pick like three different characters, so yep. you don't even know which character you'll get when that challenge comes yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, just it's, uh, brilliant. You know what? It, you know what that does though? It's it's a smart play by the developers where you actually have to develop less content, and by changing the the, the mechanics of a player, you actually get more content. Right. Genius. Yeah. Yeah, you sure you know up. about that with, with coding and stuff. It's a yeah. shortcuts in a way. Yeah. I love I love the co-op. Um, I love when WarioWare Smooth moves where you could have like a party and you pass the controller around. They call it the baton. Yes. Yep. Um, that was fun. I hope they do the same thing with the Joy-Cons here. You can just get a group of people and, and take turns. Mm-hmm. Um, the co-op is great. Um, I just love WarioWare. I'm so excited. And then have Charles Martinet narrating the commercial um i mean it's just one of those games where everybody wanted and you know what it reminds me of when we do e3s we get these like big triple a mega titles and you know um we'll talk about elden ring and all that stuff and then nintendo just comes in and goes hey look five second mini games and everyone's like you know it's like it just it's amazing to me in nintendo's presentation how there's games. We're just having fun here. Like, you know, yeah. yeah, there's there's the heavy stuff. Life is strange and all that. But like, we're just having fun, man. We got a 2D Metroid. It's not even a 3D game. We got yeah. Mario mixed with Rabbids. We got Advance Wars. We got WarioWare. Yeah. It's like, we're having fun over here, man. Like, and then you watch the 
um, I was doing the reaction on the Ubisoft presentation, yeah. and they're talking. So I don't know if you saw with the Rainbow Six Extraction. I didn't they, see that one. Watch the Rainbow Six Extraction interview stuff with with Ubisoft. They take it so seriously. They start talking about these guys. These are literally just like aliens, for gosh sake. They're just yeah. made up well, characters. They talk so seriously about what them. Was, it's like, what ah. was the uh, what was the one you sent me to with like the space one? The next big thing that like oh like, Outer Worlds like, too. Oh no. no 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 the one that you did with the astronaut and they were oh like, it's, okay it's, yes it's yeah more yeah. in space and it's like right it looks awesome I'm sure it graphically is it but it's like like you said it's like almost too too serious yeah yeah you I, know yeah, yes yeah Starfield yeah Starfield um, except that's the one they it's they there's a seriousness to it that Nintendo just that's why we love Nintendo right we're yeah. just gonna have we're gonna have freaking fun. That's what games are supposed to be. I I love playing serious games. I'm playing Sekiro, right? It's it's yeah. a little more serious, but but it's still fun. I'm a, you know, I'm doing unrealistic things, but mm. like stop talking about your game in some serious grandiose way. Like, you know, WarioWare, right? It, games. That, it's you know, you play video games to escape reality, right? That's exactly. that's what we all do, and it's it's got to make it fun and easy. But yeah, but yeah. WarioWare, September. That's not terribly far. September 10th. September 10th, did you know, is the release date of Life is Strange True Colors. So that's going to be a conflicting day. That's a conflicting thing, but I think it's very different. Where, like you said, Life right. is Strange has locked yourself in a room for two or three hours playing episode. Where WarioWare is like, let's get the family together and and watch. Mm-hmm. You, you know, so I think it's... Yeah. See, see, I, I like that. I like having at all times a family game and a me game. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I, I that's if Boners perfect, of boners. Ha, 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 ha. In the perfect world, that's what I want. Two games going on at once. I, um, I already took September 10th off from work because um, I'm just going to marathon True Colors. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be one of those people. I'm just going to play ah. it all the way through in one day um, because I'm going to play the game multiple times anyway. But I'm going to marathon it the first day because I don't want spoilers. I just want to play that's it fair. on my own. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to wrap up that day and that weekend with WarioWare. Just to, just Can to, we take yeah. a day off for Diablo 2? Uh, maybe I'm up. Doesn't for it. have to be launch day, but we we'll take a day off that we're both not busy and play. Why not launch day? All day. I mean, I'm good for launch day too. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Let's do it. Mario Party Superstars. Speaking of family oh. games, um, I'm not a big person. I'm not a Mario Party guy. So all I'll just say is, looks fun. I recognize a lot of the games, um, but I'm probably not interested in it. But I know you love it, so take mm. it away, Drew. This. This is a boner alert. This is like, yep, I'm at work, and you did, you did a little boner. Owners of boners! <laughs> <laughs> Your kids think you're weird. But here's the thing. This is fantastic. I'm, I, I, let me go off on a tangent here for a minute. I'm one that I despise people that are, are saying, we want Final Fantasy 1 through 6 remade. We want this. I'm, I'm just a... just move on from the past. I don't care how great that game was. You know, I don't want a Wind Waker remake. And that's one of my favorite three Zelda games of all times. I want new shit. But when I saw Mario Party Superstars, John, <laughs> it was, um, it brought back so many memories. Mario Party, and it specifically is the N64 era, which I believe had Mario Parties 1, 2, and 3. Yes, it, yeah, it had, yeah. Um, Those 
I have so many memories of circling the joystick in your hand and getting the blister in the center of your palm and jamming the A button until the controllers break and putting in the rumble paths. And, like, that was, like, my my biggest couch co-op experience with my buddies. Like, that is what I remember doing. Drinking Yoo-Hoo and having Pitsy Stits and playing Mario Party. Like, that is what it's all about. And, I mean, this is just fantastic. I'm so excited. It looks fantastic, right? They obviously used the new Mario Party engine, it looks like. It does, yeah. Um, it looks very up-to-date. Uh, and, yeah, we've only seen two maps. I can only imagine what the other maps will be. Online, I mean, that's awesome. I, I don't know if I care about that as much, but I think Mario Party is a tough game to play online, uh, especially with people you don't know, because it's it's just it's, it's yeah. a long game, right? It's an hour-plus game sometimes. I mean, I have memories of playing 50-turn games. It was fantastic. But, again, it's, it's a little bit different when it's with your family members, you know, online it's just tough. You know, you know people are gonna be dropping, and if the connections are bad, but um, um, people are gonna be shitheads. They're gonna be, they're gonna be course. on there to troll and fuck around. Yeah. Reefers. But yeah. 100 mini games. That's a lot more than the typical Mario Party game. I think typically it's like 75 to 85, I believe. I think they usually say like 85 mini games. Um, where this one we're going with 100, and they're all the classics, which. I, I'm pumped, and even the, those look to be remade. I mean, you have the, the classical facelift type game. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll see, like, bumper balls or something like that on there. Some of the oh, race ones one. on there. Yep. Um, I mean, there was a golf one I, I, on either Mario Party 2 or 3, which was just fantastic. It was just one golf shot close to the pin one. And it was just stuff like that. I, I'm, I'm super pumped for this. I'm excited to see the roster if they added new characters or whatnot. But, uh yeah, this is I'm I'm so excited for this. Uh October 29th can't come soon enough. Do you remember the um 3DS game they did where they, they did a similar thing? It was like a a it, yes. batch of mini games. I forget what it was so, called. So is this like cuz you said that there's boards. These are boards from the N64 games, right? They're yes. remastered. Yep. Okay, so boards. it's it's yep. basically Mario Party, but it's like a mix of the first three. It's, it's Mario remastered. Party All Stars is right. what I looked at it. It, it. They took the best of the first three games, the you know five of the best boards, one hundred of the best mini games, and they just threw it all together. Yeah, I love the mini games and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm always burnt out on Mario Party. Play it and then that's it. Um, but it'll be a that great made, party game. I would I. I, I mean, I'm hoping I'm Mario Party 2, I want to say, or maybe 3, they had like a story mode. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if I talked about this before, but if you picked a character, let's say you picked Donkey Kong, the story mode was you had to fill up Donkey Kong's house, right? Okay. And to go fill up his house with furniture, right? You know, a Donkey Kong themed bed, a Donkey Kong themed bureau. Uh, you had to beat each level, right? So you had to play like a 20 turn game, just the computer. Mm-hmm. And um, every every level you beat, you got a piece of furniture. And then you had to, you know, go beat Bowser and you got your last piece of furniture. So you had that, like six pieces of furniture, but it was for every character. So for like those completionists, you had to go complete eight characters, different houses. And each, you know, each each piece of furniture was a whole 20, 20 turn game. So right. it was really fun. It was really cool. So stuff like that. I hope if they added some type of story, little rationale, it makes you play different characters. It makes you want to keep playing to collect the furniture. Um, stuff like that is what I love, and hopefully do something like that. Hmm. Um, yeah, it looks it looks it looks really cool. Um, that's October 29th. Mm. Oddly, right before Halloween, there's no theme going on there. No. Um, but 
Yeah, sure. Well, maybe they'll have the haunted house level from Mario Party 2. Maybe. Probably um, not. But the next game would have been perfect for October 29th. We don't have a date for it. Uh, Fail Frame Maiden of Black Water. Um, I did not know I would be so excited for a game until it happened. Um, that's what made the C3 so great. Um, this is a port of the Wii U game. Now, people don't know this. Nintendo actually owns the Fatal Frame IP. Don't ask me how they got into this, but they own it. Nintendo owns Fatal Frame. Um, and then Fatal Frame was on the Wii U. Um, I don't know if it did particularly well. It's probably why we haven't seen a game since then. Um, I actually played the demo on the Wii U. This was before I was like downloading games and like buying tons of games. And so I did play through the demo. Um, but then I just didn't want to spend the money on the game. Nowadays, I buy every fucking game that comes out. Oh, that's true. And I don't know why, but I am super hyped for Fatal Frame. I've never played through. I have some memories of Fatal Frame. I remember going to a friend's house and they were playing it. And I was like, wow, what is this game on like PlayStation? Um, but I want nothing more than to play Fatal Frame Maiden of Blackwater. And I don't know if you saw all like the different like costumes you can unlock in the game. Um, there are some there are some hot costumes. There was like a, there's a zero suit Samus costume and then just straight up lingerie. Um, I'm just want to I want to put my headphones on like, you know, what it is. I'm in a different headspace than I was when this game came out on the Wii U. I play games a lot of times in the dark with my headphones on and I just want to sit there and play a scary game and try to get my character in lingerie and just play a new game that I really haven't played before. And we don't have a date for it yet. It's supposed to come out this year. Um, but I am hyped for this game. What about what about you? Do you think you'd be interested in this one? What's the, what's the play style here? I'm trying to look at pictures. You basically stuff. are taking pictures. Oh, it's great. basically like new Pokemon Snap, but scary as shit. And um, yeah, I, I honestly don't want to know any more about particular stories. It's basically like taking pictures of ghosts. Why is she naked? It's, I mean, it's very Japanese, and that's what they do. I'm okay with that. Don't get me wrong. If you want to go into a haunted house naked to take pictures, God, I'm there. But you don't get anal fucked by a ghost. But it's like... <laughs> if you're lucky. If you are lucky. I, I mean, will I play it? No. But I hope you send me some good screenshots like you usually do. I will play it. I will send you all the screenshots. I know. I was sending it's you all- immediately Larry screenshots. <laughs> um, I, I, I want to like unlock all the costumes. I want to do all the shit. Like, um, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm like really into this. So I'm super excited that this is coming out. Um, a big shocker that came from yes. the E3, among many, we had just seen the Guardians of the Galaxy announced um, with the uh, Square Enix presentation. In fact, it was quite controversial because they spent 20 minutes of their 40 minutes on Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and all of a sudden, it's fucking showing up in the Nintendo presentation. We are getting Guardians of the Galaxy, yes. and we're getting a cloud version. Hmm. How freaking weird is that? Now, I actually was relieved to hear it's a cloud version because it was like, there's no way this game's going to look any good on the Switch. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. But on the other hand, it's a cloud version. Um, I'm not interested in this at all. Not I do not like these superhero games. I find them boring. And when I was watching the trailer on Square Enix's um, reaction, I thought it was boring. I was just I was bored to death. And everyone just kept talking 
all the characters keep talking to each other. They just talk, 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 talk. Shut yeah, up. Kind of what so, they do. I have no interest in it. It's on the Switch. That's great. I'm happy for people. I do not like cloud games, and I do not like Marvel games. Um, not interested. Um, but how about you? I mean, I'm Disney interested. Guy. The problem is it's three days before Mario Party. That's the problem. Mm. Again, I got to look at I I keep telling me I have to compare the two. And um, I got to look at it. Like, if I pitch that up and then Mario Party up and then what's coming next, it's going to be November, December. You know, we're getting something big. So it's like, ah, you know, I, I don't know. So uh, it's on my radar. It's on my it's on my list of games that I want to play. But uh, we'll see as time just closer. I want to ask you what you think about cloud games, but you know what? Let's save that for another day. However, I will say, wouldn't this game be a nice compliment to Mario Party? Something that you can play That's, with the family, like you said, and then it would be. on your own. I'm but, still, I'm still not sold. Like you said, I still don't really understand the game. Yeah. I think you play as Star Lord only. I don't know if you can play as I didn't. I only watched. They the only Nintendo showed Star Lord, but it so, said you are Star Lord. So in my eyes, that means you play as only Star Lord, or you play you as mainly, all of them. You mainly play as Star Lord. There's some people that think there's going to be the occasional mission where they'll put you in the hands of somebody else for a little bit. Um, but yeah, for the most part, you're Star Lord and you kind of control everybody. This is going to um, be a third person shooter. Yeah. Uh. Uh, yeah, kind of a brawler shooter sort brawler of thing. Brawler shooter, yeah, that'd be. I agree. Yep. I mean, it'll it looked like it looked like Ultimate Alliance. It looks like all of these Marvel games, and I just get I get a little bored of it. Um, I don't know. I just I don't. I think you have to really love the characters. I, I don't know. Look I when the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie comes out and see if it kind of is tied to that. The story looked a little. I think we're a little ways away. I don't know if the story is going to have any overlap. They're not going to give away the movie. No, it's not. It's not a it's not a movie game. I think that's clear. It's it's yeah. I like that. they the characters look different. Like you you feel like you can separate from the universe. Okay, I don't have to like have watched the movie to understand. Um, You know, they look a little different. So um, they did look different. I kind of respect that in a way, though. Yeah, I, I actually like the character models. I didn't like Drax. Um, but I liked all the other character models. I was yeah. fine with it. Yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm on the fence. It's on my yeah. radar. Let's say that. Okay. Um, this got weird right at the end. Um, you know how Nintendo always does like a final game. Like, mm. Here's the last game, and then one more thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they set up for their last game, and it was the the. <laughs> the the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity DLC, which was weird. It wasn't a new announcement, but they were showing new footage. They did show a lot of new footage. There was some new weapons. Why don't you talk about this? Because you 100%ed the game. I, You know, John, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I did 100% this. God bless me. Uh, that's, you know, I get, I get in the zone games like, like this, games like Pine, Games that I should never have played. Ages and then I pl- of mages. A- no. No, okay. fuck you. Ages of mages deserved. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there, this was this was interesting. It comes out, I believe, soon. June. Shit, 18th? Is it this yeah. week? 
Check the notes. I didn't even write it down. It's June 18th. Fuck it. I'm playing this sucker this weekend. Might as well. Uh, I mean, I feel like I have to. How do you how do I not play it? Uh, You know, I had a weird feeling when there was two DLCs coming out. We knew one was June. We knew one was November that there's no way Breath of the Wild 2 was coming out before that. Right. They're not going to have this DLC that is nonsense to this big high arc store, you know, storyline of Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is going to have to tie in somehow. And maybe this is going to explain uh, and we'll get to Breath of the Wild 2 in a minute with, you know, the, the skyscape. Let's call it that. Um, so I, I don't know. But, yeah, I'm all in. I mean, there was there was a scene that the, he was using two Guardians like arms and almost like ripped them in half. Looks like you can play as the Guardian. Kind of forget. You could you could play as a Guardian, could you? No, I don't remember. Uh, it's been too long. <laughs> but um, I mean, it looks the same. It's the same shit. Another another day. It's it's the same thing. It's just, it's just more characters, uh, more missions, more nonsense of little blurps on the map that I'm gonna go be playing. Oh. I, I will say I don't plan on hundred percent in any of the DLC. I, I probably will just play it through. Yeah. Um, well, if you can I'm, finish it, if you can finish it before Mario Golf, I think you will. If I'm not, I might never go back to it again. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just so the, I thought it was funny that they were showing Age of Calamity. It was oh the oh it was so jerky. It's so I tiny, mean, though. It's, it's just, like how could you not show Switch Pro before Age of Calamity and say, hey, this fixes Age of Calamity, which looks like shit most of the time. Um, it was just so like obvious. God, this game. I forgot how bad this game can look at times, man. Oof. What do you expect when you put that much action into a? I know, a, but a, a game. I mean, then don't do it. Um, yeah, it just it just looked bad, and it was weird because like this is the finale, and then they show the big like swall of text showing the Age of Calamity roadmap, and it's like this is a lousy. They should have <laughs> put this in the middle of the presentation. You put this at the end, oh, a they- game that nobody really cares about especially with breath of the wild 2 getting closer well, nobody I cares think, about I, it i don't it, i don't know on. if that's true i think i think people do care about it because it's the the calamity storyline right i think i think that's the thing with the diehard zelda nerds out there mm-hmm. um and frankly i don't even give a shit about that part i i, I <laughs> you know it, it is what it is i i've already expressed it and, and i'll try not to spoil it I thought the whole storyline of, of the Hyrule Wars Age of Calamity was bullshit and stupid, right? I think I think where they went with it was a cop-out, and it was lame, right? I think we can spoil it a little bit that it is a divergence from the Breath of the Wild storyline. It's, I mean, it's for all you Marvel fans out there, right? It's the multi-universe, which I even say in my Disney podcast, that it's, it's, it's a cop-out. It's an easy write-off for writers to say, well, that's what happens, yes. However, in like the, the multiverse or in this other world, this happened. Right. Like you just you're using the same story in the same characters and you're just you're 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 doubling down on the franchise to get more money grabbing out of people. And that's exactly <laughs> what this this game did. I, I see. I like the story of Age of Calamity because it did get different. I thought the ending was going to be predictable and then it wasn't predictable. Um, so I remember when I finished Age of Calamity, I told people, like, you should play this game. It's really good. But, yeah, like, given time and seeing just how, how jerky it runs, I'm just like, ugh, I have no interest but in jumping back into this. You're not going to play it for the story? 
I have no interest in jumping back into this game. None. Would you rather play this or Ages of Mages? I would rather play Ages of Mages. Wow. That's incredible. I, I would play. How about this? I'll play through Mana Sparks. You do have to play Mana Sparks. I know. I own if it. I, uh, if I 100% the DLC, <laughs> will you play Ages of Mages? <laughs> There's so much to play right now. I can't make that. I can't make yeah. that commitment. We have time. We'll go through it later, but we have time. Well, let me go through my schedule and then we'll okay. see what goes on. I need a um, bet to like complete something. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure I could do this. I, you've already gotten into the drinking. You might as well get into the gambling. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure I could even commit to 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have this in the notes, but they so they turned this into a Zelda thing. So the reason why they put this all at the end is they turned this into a Zelda thing. So Age of Calamity was kind of a joke to be talking about at the end of an E3, which was going greatly. And I was actually starting to think, wow, the end of this E3 is going to be the down point. You know, it's everything leading up to it, right? The middle. The beginning wasn't really great for me. The ending's not going to be great for me. The middle was freaking amazing. What a weird E3. So they go into, they talk about Skyward Sword. And you and I touched on this earlier. Like, I think you and I were both like, ah, I, you know, played it before. I can't remember if you have played through Skyward Sword before. Um, I, I beat I've it. Played, I, oh, I, I beat it. I played. Okay. It. But like, I didn't like try to complete it or try to get every hard or anything like that. And so yeah, now with the time frame of everything, I think I am going to play Skyward Sword. I mean, it, it, how long yeah. is it going to take to get through Skyward Sword? Probably a couple weeks, probably a little bit less. I don't know. I and guess then, 30 to 40 hours, right? Yeah, but you know how these games are. You just get, like, Zelda, you just get sucked into. And oh, yeah, you you'll play. Per- stop. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Right. So, I mean, I can totally see beating the game and then trying to do a lot of the side stuff and really seeing how the controls are different. So I'm kind of excited for it. Hmm. Um, and there's just nothing else coming out in that little time frame. So it's just enough. Um, July is packed up. But, like, yeah, so. Yeah, I, um, that's I'm what I, I was waited until E3 to make my decision. And I think now seeing everything. Yeah, I'm locked in for Skyward Sword. I mean, I can't wait to get my Joy-Cons. Um, okay. I think I did Best Buy pickup and now I'll probably just add add this to the list. But Very nice. But now I'm excited. I didn't realize Age of Calamity was this Friday, uh, three days from now. You got to pay uh, for it. That's okay. 20 bucks, okay. I think, for both of them. It's, I'll, I'll, I'll grab it. Uh. It's it's U.S. Open weekend and it's Father's Day weekend, which means I can sit on the couch all day Sunday and watch golf and play this game and no one can say boo to me. I'm can all in. Ima- can you imagine it's Father's Day and you're playing Age of Calamity all day? That's sad. Well, That's sad. Anywho, anywho. They, <laughs> continuing with his Zelda theme, um, he pulls out of his pocket. Ayanuma pulls out of his pocket. Um, Legend of Zelda, oh. <laughs> Dick Ayanuma pulls out a Legend of Zelda Game & Watch. Oh, my God. Um, one of the Nintendo, I can't remember, one of the Nintendo dads totally called this. Um, so great job there. Totally called it. It looks amazing. And it oh, looks- my fucking God, you can play Legend of Zelda, Adventure of Link, and the original Link. Link's that Awakening blows my mind. Ah, oh, it's incredible. Love technology. I fucking love it. You, the only thing I will say, I hate how the A and B buttons are red. This thing is fucking flawless. It's this green and gold and black, and then it's just like these two huge red buttons. But they should have <laughs> made them green or black. Maybe. 
Well, no, I'm telling I you, pull it. up a picture on it and look at it. The red buttons don't work. It's just I'm just so used to the red buttons being there. I don't even I didn't even notice. But well, I, I noticed I, it. Green would be nice, but I'm gonna pull up man, like. You know what's funny is that remember when Super Mario Maker came out, people said they want a Zelda Maker, right? That's always the one everyone says. They want Zelda Maker, Zelda Maker. And Zelda Maker doesn't work because building a dungeon and the cohesion is much more work than building a little level of Mario. And I, I know that like Game & Watch with Super Mario Brothers makes more sense because you can just play some levels. But if you think about it, if, you play, if you're going to play the game for like a two minutes, you're going to play the first level every time. Right. So I don't know. But like, God, I think a lot of it, too, is I I haven't played Legend of Zelda and Adventure of Link all that much. And I I feel like I've played Mario a million times because we were playing Mario 35 for Mm -hmm. so long. But, man, it's like exciting to think that I can, like, start an adventure of Legend of Zelda, have the game save and just, like, play through it. Like, man, I could really get into that. I'm super stoked. So what? What's your take on um, Link's Awakening, right? Because obviously Link's Awakening is, is again, my top three. You know, Wind Waker and, and Link's Awakening are in my top three best or favorite Zelda games of all time. But with us just playing this game, what's your take on that? You know, we just played this game. We just got the remake. Yeah. Is it an interesting choice or was it just that it was easy for them? Like, why not throw on here? I think they had to. They couldn't put on Link to the Past. Not like to the past would have been too comp, but what about like a Game Boy game? What about like a could a Minishin Cap made of this on here or something? Or is that too I, complicated? I, too? I I always equate Game Boy Advance with Super Nintendo in terms of graphics power. Um, yeah, I was thinking Link to the Past when they kind of said there was a third game. Um, Link's Awakening makes sense. Just, these things these things are designed for like NES level. Um, so I get it. I think there's going to be people that are going to be interested in it because they just played the new Link's Awakening and now kind of like seeing what the old one did it's, might be interesting. I mean, I will tell you now, it's 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 pretty much a mirrored image. It's 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 exactly the same game. Well, sure, but it doesn't look the same. Well, no, it doesn't um, look as nice. Yeah, I Zelda and Adventure of Link are easily in my top five. I love Adventure of Link. It's just so different. Um, yeah, I've never I don't beat know it. I'll, I'll be honest. Through. it's a hard game it's a better game to play on nintendo switch online so you can avoid some frustration and just rewind yeah you can play these games on there i agree it's worth playing through that game it's really fun a lot of the reason why people didn't like it wasn't because of the game it was because they would die and have to go all the way to the beginning and walk all the way back to the dungeon and if you have the rewind you can get rid of that um but uh yeah i I don't interact with my Mario game and watch as much as I would like, but I love, um, I totally want this. The only other regret yeah. I have is I bought a custom stand for my Mario game and watch. Did. And now I, now I feel like I have to buy the custom stand for the Zelda one to match. Send it to me. I'll, when you find one, I bought just a two pack of a standard, like iPad holder or something that works right. great for it. So I have two. No, so. yeah, mine is a red one that matches the colors of the Mario one. I got it on Etsy. I'm I'm basically going to be forced to find this guy, this same person, and I'm sure he's working on it tonight, and yep. uh, to get another stand for it. But um, I yeah, I'm going to try to play through Legend of Zelda, just the first one, yep. and see if it works out. I'm super excited for it. It's great. Yep. That comes out November 21st. And we already pre-ordered it. Best Buy had him up. Thank you for yep. that, John. It's already done. So. And done, yeah. And done. you'll be able to play it over the Thanksgiving weekend. I will. 
And then they finished up. We knew at this point there was going to be Breath of the Wild because they had hinted at it in the Smash Brothers reveal. And then they showed it to us. I'll say the footage when they when they put it on the screen, we had it had been two years since we'd seen Breath of the Wild 2. Mm. And it was a bit mind blowing to see more footage. Right. We've been staring at this stupid teaser trailer for two years and now we actually have gameplay footage we can look at. And it was kind of mind blowing. But then once you review it a few times, you're like, wait, I have way more questions than I have answers. Yeah, Why there's, is, not, there's not that much. Let's there's be honest. not that much. It did look dynamically better. Like it didn't look like which I'm good. I'm glad with it didn't look like Breath of the Wild again, like a like a like, you know, maybe like a master mode where, oh, we're going to change the map. But it's the same game. Um but really? at the same end, um, it was dynamic looking and glorious looking. Um, but then you can see, like, it's just got new mechanics, but it's still Breath of the Wild as well. Um, but we didn't get to see that much. Um, what did you think of it? I'm going to be honest. I'm nervous. <laughs> and it's trying to be fantastic. Let's, let me just be blunt. I'm nervous with the the I'm calling it the Skyland or whatever you want to call it. The, 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 the Sky. sky- I'm, I'm nervous with that, right? We we had a little bit, and and now it now it all made sense. We're gonna release Skyward Sword. We have these people flying around the sky and Skyloft and this and and now I'm like, shit. They're kind of like going back to that. And a, as many people know, I mean, for other reasons, Skyward Sword is is kind of known for not the best Zelda game, right? Um, I'm just nervous. I'm, I don't want to be flying around. I'd rather be like underground and doing dungeons and caves and stuff. But I don't know. I mean, I, I, that's the only part that made me a little nervous. But it looks fantastic. I mean, it looks uh, it's comfort food. Everything looks looks good. Like you said, there's there's not a lot happening here. Um, I mean, it's a minute and a half, and you know, a lot of that time was flat screen or or, or small close up animations, but. <laughs> you, get, you know, you get like 30 seconds of zoomed out of, of Link running around or flying around. And um, from what you see, it looks great. That's the thing. The beginning of the trail, it's it's so weird. I don't know the time or whatever this takes place in, but they're really doing a good job of setting up like what the fuck's going on. In the beginning, you see Link's hand sort of being grabbed. Um, something's going on. And then you see like Link is being like shooshed away from Zelda. And then you see the big shot where the light comes in and you see Link just falling from the sky like he's just free diving. And from his where? Hair, That's my point. Yeah. From where? <laughs> his hair is much like is like longer. He looks like a, you know, a 15 year old or a 16 year old today. Right. He's got the hair grown out. Um, we do end up seeing him with some different equipment on. He's got the he's got that baby blue looking outfit. So there's some familiarity there. Um, but we're seeing different enemies, different conglomerations of enemies. We're seeing he's got some kind of fake arm. And then he's got some new skills. Like, what do they call? I can't remember what they call those, like, basic skills that you get on the uh, the plateau. But he's got this time rewind sort of feature where he sends this spiky ball back up the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got, like, a fire thing. And, yeah, he go, apparently he can go through the floor. Um it's a I'm weird with the water. Yeah. Yeah. So they're giving you different skills so that you can use these different skills in a different way. And Which then that's basically all they show. 
yeah. I like that, right? I respect the 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 changes and and new items and new stuff like that. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know. I I feel like you said at the beginning, this trailer didn't do anything. Like it it just showed random clips. Like the it did nothing for the story. To be honest, it was a shitty trailer. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it, it it's Breath right. of the Wild too, so it, it it's excited, it's new, but the trailer itself kind of sucks. It didn't show me anything. Right. I don't know any more about the story. I don't know really anything about like you said that we saw some random skills being used. I don't know anything. Right. Which which at this point, I was I was really hoping for some type of deep dive in the, into the story. But again, I'm telling you, John, it has to do something with stupid age of calamity and the storytelling. They want people to go spend that twenty dollars to extend the story. <laughs> they're not gonna just release everything. They're gonna they're they're yeah. doing it smartly. Well, I think they gave. A, this is like a teaser, more of a teaser. Like previously, we had just seen a cutscene. Now we're getting gameplay. I don't think we see this again until we get a date, and we're gonna get an epic, epic game trailer for the next yeah. game. We're gonna get a title, a date, and an epic trailer. You know that's what's gonna happen. We might have to wait a year. I don't know. We might have to wait know. a year till the next E3. Um, I, I don't know when this game will come out. If it's a holiday game, we'll probably have to wait till E3 for that date. Um, but if it's not, maybe the next Nintendo Direct or something like that. What is this, June? You know, there could well, be a Nintendo Direct in September. There could be a Nintendo Direct in January. Um, or if so the we might Switch see it there. Forever comes out, you know, it's it's waiting for that. My first reaction when I saw him falling from the sky, there just seemed to be extra detail than the first game. I was like, this looks like a Switch Pro game. Like, this looks like a game that would look better on a Switch Pro. And you know... You know a Switch Pro is coming soon. Maybe this year. Probably this year. You know that this game will be Switch Pro enhanced. It'll work on a Switch, yeah. but, I mean, it'll be Switch Pro enhanced. This will be one of the main ones. Great. So, uh, so, yeah, that's it. That's it for the Nintendo presentation. Um, I I said it's a 10 out of 10. I stand by it. Um, honestly, getting Life is Strange... Even though I may not ever play Life is Strange on the Switch, um, is the one thing I wanted. If that was the only thing Nintendo announced in some weird alternate universe, I would have been perfectly happy. Try and I not that. only got that, I got the cool animated trailer, and um, I got to watch the Nintendo Dad's reaction of it today because I was curious. And they they seemed really excited. Like I'm excited to see a lot of people in our community are going to give Life is Strange a try now. I'm super excited. Guys, I'm there for you. Every question you have, I'll give you a nice little hint. Um, I just love this universe, and that's all I wanted. But Life is Strange, Advance Wars, WarioWare, Mario Rabbids 2, and Metroid Dread. Are you fucking kidding me? Five games I am hyper stoked. And that's just Nintendo. We haven't gotten to the other stuff yet. Five games I am hyper excited about. Not just like, oh, that's cool. I mean, like, I can't wait to play these games. Um, That's just amazing E3. Great job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's the Nintendo E3. Um, we asked for some questions um, before um, we recorded, and we got a bunch of them. Hmm. Um, so let's go through these, Drew. Sure. Why don't you uh, read them out? Okay, dokey. 
this first one is from Onyx Us. Uh, I don't know. Would, I say a Nixus? Onyxus? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Onyx, it's in the Us. I don't know. Onyx Us. <laughs> uh, would love to hear your guys' theory of how Link, if it's him, I, I, I think it's him, uh, gets a badass arm and chops his hair on the Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. Could he possibly get his butt kicked by someone where his new look emerges from? One more thing. Does this game look sharper? Switch Bro confirmed? Mm-hmm. Um, we, I think we talked about that a little bit, like you said, with the, the clouds and stuff. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't I don't look that far into detail. But, I mean, I don't know. I think we just talked about this a lot where I feel like this didn't tell us much. More questions than answers. And um, I don't yeah. know. I don't, you know? He- I, I think it's him. Um, I I think we see in the trailer where like some sort of magic happens to his arm. So like there's some spell or whatever. Agreed. Yep. Uh, and his hair is definitely wild. I don't, I don't know like what it means time wise or why he's falling from the sky or where he's whisked to. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Link. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not sure. I really can't even form a theory on it. Um, but yeah, I think this is going to be a Switch Pro enhanced game. It, it'll work on the Switch. Yep. Um, but, um, yeah, it looks like there's lots of room to make this game look a lot better. Um, and I think when they announce the Switch Pro, they will announce that Age of Calamity, Breath of the Wild, and Breath of the Wild 2 will be enhanced for the Switch Pro. Mm. Uh, why don't you do the next one? Go back to fourth. Uh, Hambone Johnny, our friend Hambone Johnny. Mm. Um, are we really not getting any more Zeldas this year? I mean, how many fucking Zeldas do you want, Hambone Johnny? I I I 100% agree with that, and I said it earlier. I I don't need a remake of Wind Waker or Twilight Princess. Um, I I don't I I I don't need any of it. I, yeah. I, I mean, I love Zelda. I absolutely loved it. We were getting Skyward Sword, we're getting the Demon Watch, and we have Breath of the Wild. We're getting Age of Calamity. I mean, th- there's enough out there. Yeah, we get Zelda Adventure of Link, Link's Awakening, the other Link's Awakening. Yeah. The more do you want, Hambo Johnny? Come on, Johnny. <laughs> Jack, I want Hambo Triforce Jack. Heroes, though. Triforce uh, Heroes is still one of my favorite games in the Zelda franchise. Yeah, you know the, and uh, I tried to play it with some friends online like a couple years ago, and it was so slow. I don't know. They just like throttled down their cloud server on 3DS. And so I would love to see a Switch enhanced version where the Internet actually works decently well. Um, so I'll get greedy for that, but uh, I do love I don't that think game. we are. Yeah, dads were talking about Four Swords the other day too. Got me a little excited. I liked that game. I had no problems with it. Yeah, yeah. It's not great, but it was fun. Yeah. Uh, next one from um, I believe they're cousins from Hambone Johnny, Jambone, um, Honey, which um, yeah. cousins. They're definitely late cousins. Yep. Yeah. He uh he actually says, are there any classic mini games you're hoping for in the new Mario Party? Uh, there is one I already talked about earlier. Trying to, I guess I, I shot the load early there, but um, the 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 Dolph the Dolph one. I don't know what it was called, but it was pr- pretty much closest to the pin in one shot. And then bumper balls is a classic. If bumper balls, I can't imagine bumper balls not being there if it's 100 of the best mini games. Um, I actually remember any, it. You have any memories of any of the classics? <sighs> You can't Google the golf game in Mario Party because you get just Mario golf games. No, you can. I posted it. Oh, okay. It's in, um, uh, in our dad's channel. All right. Um, no, I I did play a lot of Mario Party on the N64. Um, it's just not something I 
really remember all that much. I, I it's not a franchise that I really love. There's not some mini game that I particularly adore. Um, yeah, I just uh, I'm happy for Drew. I'm happy for everybody else. I might get it. Um, it you know it could be a good little party game or whatever. But I'm just not uh, not emotionally invested I, into it. Like I just else. thought of the one where it was a one versus three mini game, where the one person's bowling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the three people are pins and you try to mm-hmm. jump around <laughs> yeah oh, that'd that. be a fun one that's, that's a good one but um what's the next one you got here uh next John? one is from bob cozy kev kevin it's kevin oh, it's kevin what kind of backup plans do you have when your switch shits the bed um so uh kevin's switch died um well I'm just going to say, Kev, I hope you have another pair of sheets. That's what I would do <laughs> if I shit the bed. I, I offered Kevin, I go, hey, if you need a, a backup switch, just let me know. Because I have, like, we have we have a couple. Um, but he, he's good. He's got it. He's got a switch light. He's got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he asks, what you drinking? Oh, well, I guess we should answer the question, right? What kind of backup plans do you have when your switch shits the bed? Um, uh, I'm fucked. I just don't play video games for a while, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you're just fucked. I'm fucked. I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm really fucked. <laughs> I have a. I have a switch light, uh, my blurple, and then I have a backup switch light, the gray. God, and then it makes me sick. we actually have a family switch um, that we play. Like my wife still plays Ring Fit Adventure. She completed the whole game. How many switches do you have in your house? Uh, I think eight. Wait, John. Huh. Everyone has their own. We have the family one. And then I have two switch lights. Eight. You have you have you have a problem. Uh, no, I don't actually. I'm doing great. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, like that would be my backup plan. Although honestly, seven. I mean, my, you have seven backup plans. My switch light would be my backup. Um, but honestly, I would probably just play the Xbox whatever week. I'd go to the store and get a new switch, whatever. But if I had to wait yeah. for it to get repaired. I would just play Xbox for the week. I mean, uh, I would do the same. I'd go buy a new one, or else I'd go bust out the GameCube and probably play some games. Yeah, that'd be a good opportunity. So, yeah. Uh, uh, what you drinking? drinking? Truly, truly. I'm, I'm truly. Talk I'm all it. in on the truly with these hot summer days in New England. You know, 90 degrees out, laying yeah. by the pool. Lemonade yeah. truly, just the black pants. <laughs> truly, when you don't want your wife to truly know you have a drinking problem. <laughs> Um, also, tomorrow is my birthday. Happy birthday, happy Bob Cousy. birthday. And I need a happy ending from Drew. Drew, take it away. Uh, yeah, I provided him one uh, for those that are not in our Discord. This is a perfect opportunity for you to get over to our Discord. Um, I provided, What's the channel? What? what? Dad, advertise Dad the, the channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad, that's a dark channel. You, know, you actually have to go to the Nintendo Dads and join them. I don't know what kind of scam this is. You have to pay the Nintendo dads <laughs> to be in our Discord. Don't ask questions, folks. We just accept the, the, the paycheck every week, and we're here to have a good time. But go to the Nintendo dads, sign up for their Discord, not our Discord. And then in their Discord, you go to the Dads After Dark channel, and that's where the fun begins. Mm. But we just um, – I just provided uh, Mr. Kevin here a wonderful picture of the Wii Fit trainer with my face on it. Um, that's all he needs. That that was should that should do the magic trick. I'm gonna send him a little uh the, the our We Fit Trainer sound effect. Um, we're not doing a countdown, but um, here's a little We Fit Trainer for you. Uh, 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 ouch! Uh, huh? 
I, I hope you enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and, and I have a question for you, Bob Cousy, Kevin, that I want you to reply back to me next week is I don't understand your username, Bob Cousy, if your name is Kevin. So I need a breakdown there. I don't know. What team did Bob Cousy play for? It's a basketball player, you know. Oh, but yeah, but I mean, that's it. I mean, he, he's going to go on the Internet as that. Yeah, I guess he was a Celtic. Yeah, he's a big 49ers fan. Like, if you go into his game room, there's, like, 49ers shit all over the place, too. I'm surprised he's not, like, Joe Montana or something like that. We should find out. What, Bob Cousy? I I mean, he's going to have some significant impact in his life to be naming his username after him. Yeah, he drives a Tesla around, too. They give away information about him. That's very personal stuff. I'll uh, stick stick uh, stick around after Sadie, and I'll drop his address here too. Mm. Uh, next question here: Another distant cousin of Hambone Johnny, um, <laughs> the lovely Mrs. Hambone Janny, um, once asked us, "Why is Nintendo so great at this, and everyone else freaking sucks?" I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong there, Janny, and. Um, I mean, I, I, there's there's no right or wrong answer. It's just that's a fact. That's not even a question. That is a statement, and I agree with you. And we talked about it earlier, John. Nintendo's here having fun. They're not trying to do anything different and unique and blow up the internet with this amazing. They're just here to have fun. They want to they want to create fun games. That's it. Simple. I agree, and I, I don't think Nintendo is great at it sometimes. Um, they did win this E3, although that's always a subjective thing. It just depends on what games, what consoles you like and whatever. Um, but I think they definitely won this E3. I will say Xbox is really good at this, too. Um, they may not have the best games to show, but they do a really good job presenting them. And they understand how gamers sort of behave. Their social media is hilarious. Um, they're just always in tune in a way that even goes beyond Nintendo. Nintendo just makes really fun games and everybody else doesn't understand games should be fun. Everyone gets too caught up in these photo realistic games. Mm-hmm. And what happens is this Nintendo, you just the games stand out from everything else. And it just seems like they are head and shoulders above because you can watch all those other, you know, games get released but it's like, man, there's no WarioWares out there. There's no one else making Mario parties, you know? So um, they do a great job. They do a great job. Um, here's another one. This is a um, a cousin. It's once removed. It's uh, Hamajone Hombie. And uh, she asks, uh, where was our one more thing? I, I actually agree. I thought we were going to get a one more thing when they came back from the Breath of the Wild trailer and you saw the two dudes. And it's like at this point you have to do a one more thing, but I feel like I feel like Age of Calamity was their finale, and Skyward Sword, and then the Game and Watch, and then like Breath of the Wild two was their one more yeah. thing. I, it was I, a little I, weird, but yeah, I, mean, I agree. I, I I don't know if it was necessary um, for this presentation. I think they killed it, but I, I agree. Nintendo's known for that, right? That that's their thing, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think it was necessary. I mean, I would have yeah, liked it. Who wouldn't you, know you can't, like, one-up your Breath of the Wild 2, right? You have to position Breath of the Wild 2 as the main and, thing. And, and, and how do you take that out of the already Zelda stuff you're talking? Exactly. Yeah, so it was it, just a weird a tr- difference. Yes. Yep, yeah. agreed. Um, okay. Uh, we'll finish this uh, Nintendo topic up before we get real quickly into the other, we're not going to take that long, um, the other presentations. Um, but the eShop sales have begun. They will run through June 21st. 
Um, there are some really good sales here. Some mm-hmm. of the highlights would be um, for $41.99. That's a pretty good deal. 33% off. You can get yourself Breath of the Wild, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Paper Mario, The Origami King, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, Pikmin 3, and Octopath Traveler. So those are some best of breed games. Um, 42 bucks if you haven't played them before. Um, I will say Octopath Traveler is on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, you might go in that direction. Um, all those other games are great. Can't go wrong with any of them. Uh, Doom Eternal, $29.99. Borderlands Collection, $19.99. Blizzard Arcade Collection, $14.99. Did you buy that one yet? I can't I remember. I never did. I found that I had uh, Rock and Roll Racing, the Tart for Sega. So okay. okay. I don't know. That's the only game I really wanted. But it would be nice to have it handheld. I know you were hot on that. I was. Um, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Every time this game goes on sale, so many people are like, if you haven't played this game, you have to play this game. Mm -hmm. Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, $9.99. Crazy. Once again, if you have not played this game, get yourself to the eShop and buy this game for $9.99. Are you kidding me? I agree. Um, Sayonara Wild Hearts, one of the greatest games ever created mm. by Human Hands, seven seventy nine, and guess what that will buy you? It won't buy you Ages of Mages, which is eight thirty nine. Which is not so. Sale, for the price of Ages of Mages, you can get a superior game no. and save yourself about sixty cents. No, um, I, I I played both games. You can't say that for yourself. I can. Um, and Ages of Mages is the better of the two. <laughs> Agree not, to disagree. All right. Not many times I can say I've played games that you haven't, but in this case, I've played both of these, John. <laughs> um, let's spend a little bit of time, not too long, just quickly going over some of the other presentations. Um, Summer Game Fest preceded E3. It's weird to think, my God, that was like mm. Friday. It's for forever ago. Um, this was Jeff Keighley's thing, since he's not really part of E3 anymore. And um, yeah, the, the announcements weren't great. Um, there was one game called Tunic, which is a game like in the recesses of my mind. I remembered it was like a Fox kind of Zelda type game, and it looked really good. And this guy apparently has been working on it for six years. It looked great. Um, but the big announcement and possibly the biggest announcement of all of E3, and it wasn't even E3, was Elden Ring. Elden Ring is from From Software. These are the Souls games, Dark Souls. We just talked about this, Sekiro, all of that. They have, you know, one of the best developers, except they basically make the same game over and over again. So I'll give them that. It's the same recycled shit, but it's just so good. Um and this is in combination with George R.R. R. Martin of uh, Game of Thrones fame, um, who's sort of building the story of it. I don't know to what extent. Um, and we've been waiting on this one for quite a little while. And let me tell you, this game did not disappoint. This game looks freaking amazing. It's a Dark Souls game with a story. And they say they're focusing more on the characters than they have in the past. The trailer is one of the best game trailers I've ever seen. Um, day one for sure. Um, it's probably not going to be on the Switch unless it's like the cloud. Um, but if you own one of the other consoles, um, this is this is on everybody's radar. It's going to be a big mm-hmm. game. And it comes out in January, which is so good because, you know, we don't usually get much in the first couple months of the year. That's so true. 
this is like a sure thing. Although, funnily enough, I think the week after is the Pokemon Arceus game. So there is another January game. But honestly, I'm probably just going to play Elden Ring and then just play Pokemon when I'm done. So uh, it made it made Pokemon not a day one. Mm. You know, John, I'm going to say something. I can't believe I'm saying, but I kind of wanted Xbox. <laughs> I mean, I know you don't have it on the list, and I know people hate because people like to hate, but I'm all in on that Avatar game even looks fantastic for me. Yeah. You know, people don't like Avatar. I don't know why. Um, I don't know if it's the expectation was not there or, or what, but Avatar's is it the best movie I've ever seen? No, but it's certainly not the worst. I, I enjoy it. I think it's fun. It's not it's the fun worst. Film. It doesn't connect. It didn't. It never connected at an emotional level. And I think it was because the characters are all CGI where there's no there's no emotional connection. Um, it's the same reason why people love Star Wars, but didn't quite like the prequels because there's so much CGI. There's no connection. It's okay. why like, some people love Marvel movies. Don't get me wrong. But they just don't connect. The whole movie is filmed in front of a green screen. There's just uh-huh. not an emotional connection there. Okay. Um, and I think that's a big, big reason. But yeah, but it Avatar, doesn't mean that those movies yeah. can't be fun. It, no, they can, they can be fun. Yeah, no, I know yeah. what you mean. Um, but yeah, I just, Avatar was a great looking movie that everyone just sort of moved on from. And we yeah. haven't heard from in a long no, time. I, I think that's the biggest thing, right? There's the, there was this big trilogy and movies and stuff. And then it's like it came out. And now it's what, 10 years later. It's like, well, where's all the other ones? I know, you know, and they're going to make the second movie, and it's like, what? I Like, a lot second of people are going to have to rewatch movie. it. Yeah. You know they're going to re-release it in theaters before the second movie comes out, right? Well, they can make a lot of money. definitely will, because he wants to make yeah. more money. Yeah. All right, anyways. Um, speaking of, um, well, let's move on to the Xbox presentation, um, which I actually thought was the second best presentation. I, I mean, it was clearly the best presentation until Nintendo came. Mm-hmm. Um, they introduced a whole bunch of games great pacing they kind of started off with a game and then interviews they taught they showed halo infinite um interviews blah 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 blah. and then they went on like a 40 minute run where there was no talking it was just game 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 and every one of those games said available on game pass day one and that's what really won me over when i got my xbox and then won me over to series x over the playstation 5 is that I love my Switch. I'm a Nintendo guy. But for a second console, it's nice to have Game Pass, and I don't have to buy a bunch of $70 games. Mm. I don't want to get into buying $70 games. Um, and all of these games are like, oh, that's exciting. It's new, and it's going to be on Game Pass for free, and I'm paying 10 bucks a month. Um, some of the highlights from this one, especially for you and me, Diablo 2 Resurrected. Oh, got a date. September 23rd. Um, it is, uh, it's not on game pass. So it's kind of, that's I, not a game you want on game pass. You want to yeah. buy that game. Cause you might go back to it and it might not be there or you, you never know. Yeah. I, I honestly was secretly relieved. It wasn't on game pass because I want to play this game on my switch. Um, yeah. and we played Diablo three. It looked really good. And Diablo two is basically just Diablo three with different levels characters and yep. so, yeah so i want to get this game on my switch so i'm excited i'm gonna i'm just gonna get it on my switch mm-hmm. um so september 23rd and like yeah maybe, maybe you and i got a plan like just a day where we just played all day yeah i'm all in um and then big surprise to me because i had just played it was plague tale requiem got announced this is a sequel to innocence and like i said this game was amazing nine and a half out of ten and the sequel looks like they've aged about five years 
looks incredible. And then they announced this would be on the Switch as a cloud version. Um, I will play it on Xbox. It's going to be on Game Pass. But um, yeah, if you get a chance, play Plague Tale Innocence. If you get a chance, it is it is just you would never imagine how good the game is. Um, but yeah, Xbox had a great presentation. They showed off Starfield, which is a game people have been waiting on for a few years. More of a teaser, but they did announce a date. It's going to be in November 2022, so it's still a ways away. Um, but we saw Psychonauts 2. That's coming to Game Pass as well. Um, so they did announce a lot. It was a really good presentation. The problem with Xbox is they just don't have a game that knocks your socks off. They just don't. They don't have the Horizon Zero Dawn or the God of War. They don't have, you know, the games Nintendo can do, the Breath of the Wild 2, you know, in the fun games like WarioWare, like we said. They just don't have it. They they have incredible games, but they're just not there. Maybe the next Elder Scrolls will do it, but just it's not there yet. Um, but it was a fun presentation. They did a good job. Um, Square Enix, did you 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 saw the Square Enix presentation, or you didn't see that one? Quite? I didn't see it. I saw a recap of it, but um, we we talked about a lot of the games that were in Square Enix. They had 40 minutes. They spent the first 20 minutes on Guardians of the Galaxy, a fine enough game if you're into it, but 20 minutes was way too long. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just trailer. It was a little bit of trailer, and then they just showed gameplay from the beginning. Um, it went on way too long. Um, I was dying for the Life is Strange information, and I got it, but they just, they, then they squeezed in all this other news. They rushed it so fast, and one of those was, and this was something a lot of people had been waiting for, especially Jesse, um, sort of a repackaging of the original Final Fantasies 1 through 6, the, the you know, the 8-bit, 16-bit ones. And it was just like, they, they went through all the titles. One, two, three, four. It was like a moment where gamers were going to cry because these games mean so much to them. And then they showed no footage and they said Steam and mobile. And it was the dumbest shit you've ever seen in your life. Like, it was like they leaked their own project and didn't show anything. It was just horrible. I It just fired hey, the entire PR staff. Everybody has a mobile phone. They can play it. <laughs> Nobody wants to play those games with your thumbs. Come on. It's just so bad. I mean, like, ugh. it should be on Switch. It should be on every console. Um, that's when they were made for. Like, you know, I don't even, it was terrible. And then not even to show any footage. If they would have if they would have combined footage and then released it on all the consoles, it, you would have seen people in tears. They were so happy and they just didn't. It was really bad. They, they just I think they might have had the worst presentation um, of the show until Capcom came around. <laughs> um, so Capcom and Devolver Digital, you know, they they were kind of lacking. Devolver Digital did their same old continuation. I know I get on this all the time. Their little their bloodlust movie. They go over the top. There's cursing. There's violence. It's crazy. And but it's like this is E3. This is about your games. And you're doing this dumb B movie. It's so bad. And they do this every year. I don't understand it. And Jesse told me that their video, their reaction video, got demonetized because of the violence. So even the people covering these presentations are getting demonetized because there's too much blood in the video. 
And there was one point in their 30-minute presentation, they went eight minutes without showing a single game. It was eight minutes of this B-movie. It was so stupid. Nobody is here. Devolver. Nobody is here to see your dumb movie. They are here to see the great games you make. I love Devolver Digital. They are here to see the great games that you publish. Focus on them. Stop with the B-movie. We're not here for your movie. It's stupid. Um, But they did show a game called Demon Throttle, which is, like, hugely retro. Um, Did you see this trailer? I mean, it's like... I don't know if I did. It, like, really tickles the retro funny bone. Um, I looked at it a couple times, and I'm not even sure how much... It it looks like a Pocky and Rocky-type retro revival. Um, But with the old synthesized voice and all that... Oh, I did see this. Yeah. It's it's just like, oh, it just looks so like retro. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's that one. And then Limited Run Games actually had a pretty good presentation. Um, they showed off yeah. a lot of games. Um, Limited Run, they also do a very funny presentation, but they don't mm-hmm. spend all their time doing it. They they do some jokes, they do some funny things, and then they show you a game. That's Correct. it. That's perfect. That's what I you agree. want. They move on. Yep. Um, they showed Axiom Verge 2 footage, which was awesome. I'm very excited for that. Um, Haven's getting a physical edition. That's the game I was referring to you a couple podcasts ago where I said there was like fucking going on in the first five minutes. Ooh, I um, like that game. It's on Game Pass. I don't know how interesting of a game it is, though. I, I haven't really gotten into it. That's OK. Um, Blood Rain Betrayal Fresh Bites. Um, I kind of fell in love with this game when I saw it um, in the presentation. It turns out it's a it's a remaster of a game from 10 years ago. Um, so I didn't know that, but they remastered it and they actually brought back the like original voice actors for the game. Ah, and, yes. Yep. And here's the funny part. Like several of the voice actors are from last of us, including the voice actor of Joel and the voice actor of Abby, two of the biggest characters in that series. Um, and then the, one of the characters is a uh, Octopath Albrecht. Um, so some pretty famous voice acting there. But the big announcement had to be uh, Plumbers Don't Wear Ties is coming to consoles. Oh, you can boy. play Plumbers Don't Wear Ties on a Nintendo Switch now. I don't even understand this, Jam. Holy shit. This is one of the most famously bad games. And the best part of the, about the announcement was they were really teasing it. They had this. They went to this woman to announce it, but she was like on mute, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Just trying to talk. And then she like blurts out after like a few times, plumbers don't wear ties. And that's when you realize not only plumbers don't wear ties is coming to the switch, but that's the woman from the game. Yeah, um, it was so cool. She's still hot. So yeah, um, yeah. that was just that was just it was just awesome. <laughs> it's just the best moment. I still can't get over that. Um, just crazy. So it was a, it's a good E3. Look, Nintendo saved E3. Yeah. E3 was actually pretty bad. Um, Summer Game Fest actually was better than E3, just with Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nintendo saved it, so that's what they do, right? Yeah, I, that's what they. That's why we love them. That's what they do. Um, why don't you tell us about the Mario Golf League? Mario Golf League, folks. Again, go over that uh, Discord, Dead of the Dark channel, and uh, I've posted a few things. But I'm going to surprise you guys and say we have over. $150 in prizes for this year's Mario Golf League. I am so ecstatic for this. It's going to be so much fun. Um, I'm not going to get into all the details because I think maybe I'll do it but Twitch right when it comes out, John, or something like that. 
<laughs> that describes this mayhem of a golf lead. But um, essentially, my goal is to make it so you don't have to play a person every week. You'll be playing a tournament every week, which means you just need to submit your score based on the rules I tell you. Uh, that way, you don't have to worry about planning and trying to, you know, match up the time zones and where that person's, you know, when they can play. It's just going to be submit your own time, your own store, rather, and we'll uh, compare notes. So Mario Golf League starts July 3rd, um, I want to say, around there. And registration mm-hmm. opens July 20, uh, June 25th when the game comes out. So we have about a week of registration. You have to sign up by that time. And I think registration closes around July 3rd, July 4th. And then we'll get going that, that following week. And uh, it's going to be a blast. I cannot wait. And more more information will come. But continue to again, go on Discord. If you want to play in this lead, $150, you have to – and it's free. You know, sign up for Discord. And you can um, get in there. And then you can uh, sign up. So that's how you do it. More more info to come. Are you going to play as Paulina? Uh, how I could you not? Was, I think she was in my top five hottest characters. I have to go yes. back and look. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you know why not? I mean, I feel I kind of said we that we're gonna like we need to like just handicap you with you know the worst Mario I, Golf character. I do and she's wanna, your number five. I know. So that's not really handicapping me. I do want to try all different. You have to characters. make a trip to the bathroom every ten minutes. <laughs> I do want to give all characters their respect. I want to try all the different ones. Charge and Chuck. I'm excited to try him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I'm I'm leaning towards Baby Bowser, um, or Charge and Chuck. But again, I did to play him and see their play styles. Not Baby Bowser. Bowser Jr. Bowser Jr. I'm sorry. There is a difference. I know there is. Bowser Jr. <laughs> I can't wait. It's what, 10 days. It comes out in 10 days now. Yes. Yep. And then we'll have how many days to practice and get good? About right? seven days. All right. So I, I needed to have seven days for me to play the game a little bit and understand so I can create a lead for eight weeks long. So right. um, and nobody wants to start a league, you know, fresh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So give us a week to practice, figure it out. Get the trash talk going. Yeah, exactly. We'll have to make some rules, though. Maybe no me characters. Um, only because if you can do a story mode and level up your character, we don't want one character being stronger than another person. So right, exactly, um, yeah. And that gives us the week to figure out those rules, right? Yeah, so, we need the time. We need the need time. It. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And remember to submit your monthly mayhem score. Metopia, take a picture of your medals. It's due this Saturday, June nineteenth. And John, happy Father's Day. To all of you dads out there, Hi. you guys do you this weekend. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. Have a truly play some Age of Calamity. Watch some golf. Uh, <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> Nobody's playing Age of Calamity but you. Well, I can't. I, I, yeah. I'm just excited to play a game. I don't want to, you know, like I said earlier. Play something. Look, you know, to... All right. Now you got to ask me what's happening over the next couple of weeks, John. Yes, uh, Jack, what is happening over the next couple of weeks? <laughs> March, March, what the fuck, March? June 22nd, a week from today, is uh, Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, the official video game. If you do not remember, and I do not know how you cannot remember, this is the Olympic game video game we saw where the guy in the sonic suits running around yes. you're picking this up physical aren't you i, I, I feel like you would i was going to but now See? i don't know i don't know i'm 
I'm backing off here. I've got a lot to play. I don't know. I might wait for a sale. Uh, June 24th. Why don't you read this one? You're excited for this one. Legend of Mana. I kind of am. I've never been a Legend of Mana person, but there's something about this game that kind of draws me in a little bit. How about you? Uh, not at all, no. I, I, um, I tried Trials of Mana on the Switch. I was all excited for it, and I, I thought it was just so boring. And, yeah, it ruined the whole Mana series for me What's completely. What's the fighting mechanics in this game? That I, will make or break it for me. <laughs> I have no idea. It looks it looks cool. It's got like the retro graphics and all that stuff. But yeah, you know what? Let's be honest. There's no way I'm playing this game. There's too many other things. Is the way it comes out the day before? Okay, so uh, June 25th, uh, the big game Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. Mm. Um, I know a lot of Switch fans have been waiting for that. We felt like yeah. we got shafted when it came out the first time. Um. And then I'm Mario actually, Golf Super Rush, the same. I'm actually excited for Tony Hawk, but again, but day and day date for Tony uh, for Mario Golf, I just can't. Oh, you're gonna play the Mario Golf game instead? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because there's are two similar types of games where you yeah. pit it up, you play 18 holes, or you pit it up and you play a few few levels. So it's like it's it's not like uh they 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 don't yeah. really counter each other very well. I didn't play Tony Hawk when I was a kid. I don't have nostalgia for it. Uh, I, I would play Mario Golf as well. That The story mode is like, I'm going to jump right into the story mode with Mario Golf. and um, Yeah. Um, wow, did I just say I'm going to play Mario Golf Day 1? I guess. I guess I am. Wow. You. I'm really looking forward to our next full episode where we can talk about this. Really, our, our next episode, we won't have Mario Golf yet. But an episode after that, I'm really excited to see after all this time. After all this wailing about how you want a golf game and then all this wailing about the trailer and how amazing it is, um, what you really think about Mario. We might have to block off like 20 minutes for you to talk about it. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. Yeah. We'll call it like Drew's hole in one episode. We'll come up with some some sexual reference to golf. We can do that. Yeah, I'm sure you got a few. I do. There's a there's a I'll, I'll leave you guys with this thought. For all you golfers out there, um, <laughs> when you when you hit a putt and you 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 lip out, which means that it kind of like goes around the brim of the hole, but it doesn't fall in. Next time that happens to you, mm. <laughs> you say that's called a junior prom. All lip, but no hole. <laughs> and we're just gonna leave it at that, folks. <laughs> And on that note, take us away, Sadie. The Dads After Dark show is a part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available, including iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to join us on the Nintendo Dads Discord in the Dads After Dark show channel for some naughty After Dark talk. Follow us on Twitter at NDadsAfterDark. Ask us a question, and we may answer it on the show. That's all for tonight. Good night, Dads. Sweet dreams.